pop champagne every chance I get. Cause I'm at the Grammys, baby. I know, I know every, I know everybody asked me the question. They wanted to know what kind. I knew he's gonna wild out. I knew he's gonna do something crazy. Everybody wanted to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. I think we got a problem. Yeah. Big money in this bitch if you didn't know. Big business minus the business suit. Even I look in the mirror like, is it you? Then I say, I must be the hottest if it isn't you. Stay fresh from my top to my tennis shoes. New coupe, no top, big tennis shoes. Never slipping even on the side of a swimming pool. We don't get rid of you, we get rid of fools. They say I couldn't play football, I was too small. They say I couldn't play basketball, I wasn't tall. They say I couldn't play baseball at all. And now every day of my life, I'm I'm a sinner, not Satan. Sitting on the rizzles and I seem really patient. Picture the equation. People taking pictures and they really getting flagrant. Flagging out my spaceship, sergeant sniffing for a fragrance. Yeah, yo, yeah, yo. You wanna sniff the yeah, sauce on the house, I hit the casa just to lay low. Make more. That's the model for the mob. Need a blowjob. My model, get a model for the job. No hard, no job. Hustler, no problem. Up, nigga, what? Finger fuck your whole squad. Forty round extender. Flip it for my kinfolk. Luxury tax on them packs if you didn't know. Bought a new crib, niggas feeling like I hit. 3.2, but I did it for the kids. Low guns, did a bar shot. Got my whole arm rock. Keep the 760 double parked in the wrong spot. Still hustle, boss. You might not see again And we taxing you on the nigga, leave it then And we taxing you on the nigga, leave it then And we ain't trying to see the pin Like a needle in a haystack We ain't trying to I see the pin I don't ask baby, I just tax it 
dressed in black. Nah, every day I get dressed in black. Yo, what's happening, man? What's popping? This is the Untitled Podcast. What it do, baby? Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. sir. Back at it, man. Back at it. Looking real good once you vax that ass up. Oh, Girl, who was you God. playing with? Vax that ass up. You feel me? Call me Big Daddy when you vax that ass. Girl. All right, yo. Yo, <laughs> man. So, uh, I, this is episode oh, 21. 21. Grown, 21. Buying bottles, nigga. Yes, sir. Buying bottles. On replay. They still mm. say that? Bottles on replay? Is that still cool? They said that at one point. I thought they did. I don't remember that. What era was Nine, that? Nine what pond to replay me? Pond to replay. Now I mean bottles on replay. Hey, Mister. Pond to replay. I, I thought that meant replay. run the song back. Pond to replay. Oh, I thought we was having bottle wars. Bottle wars. That was the same too. Bottle wars is damn. Bottle sure. wars. You ain't gonna play with me like that now. Nah. <laughs> right. Bottle wars. I'll be lame once. I ain't never lame <laughs> twice. Now time out. Fuck all that now. Bottle so wars. man, I, you ever had a bottle war? I've never had a bottle. A war, bottle. Man. I've been a part of a bottle war. I put in on a bottle war. <laughs> I've never been the nigga warm, but I've like shot. Like I had like a, you know, I didn't need a clip. Mm. I didn't need a clip. Part didn't need a clip. Mm. You know, fucking around, feet done with encore day, you know. Okay. Yeah. Slight bottle war. Shot bottle wars. Shot the feet. Yo, so uh, <laughs> episode 21, grown as fuck in this motherfucker, man. Feeling good. Talking back to our parents and shit, man. Yes, sir, man. <laughs> fuck you talking to, mom. I'm 21. Yeah, you still on the fucking insurance, nigga. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah, you know, keeping your buck, you're not a really adult. You got your health insurance. Oh, insurance. Yeah, man. Your car mom. insurance. Yeah, car insurance. You can have that at 16. Health insurance. Your mama still scheduling your goddamn doctor's appointments and shit, nigga. You ain't talking about you grown. I still ask my mama. It's <laughs> a good time to go to It's dumb shit too Like yo It's a good time to go to the dentist ma <laughs> like, Nigga we need to get your teeth clean Nah speaking yuck, of Yuck mouth Speaking of dentist bro I gotta I gotta fucking go man My mouth hurt like a fuck man. Yeah Something fucked up in that dog Boy put your little silver cap on that guy Yeah they might have to bro You ever had a cavity? Nah I, No 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 I had one cavity I was like seven years old I never had one Never had one? Never That's what's up man Congratulations, Thank bro. you, man. Congrats. Thank you, thank you. Man, that's, that's hard to come by, though. Like, you a unicorn, nigga. I've been trying to tell y'all niggas unicorn. I've been told y'all niggas are special. Anybody want to hurt me? Hell, man. I'd say all this special shit, y'all act surprised. I don't understand it. Remember them little kids that had, like, the whole caps and everything, yeah, like, three or four out, in the front? Yeah. Bad as a motherfucker, all of them. Horrible. You know what it was? What was that? All that fucking mercury and lead leaking and say, goddamn. Mm-hmm. That's why they were so bad. They weren't mm-hmm. bad. They were fucking poison. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Retards. It makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. Never go full retard. <laughs> you remember that shit? <laughs> we can't say that. We not allowed to say retard. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. said Retards. It. Never go full. <laughs> retard. What's happening though, y'all? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, man, man. Yeah, back to the end. So, blit, blit. so blit, all that good shit, man. Yeah. I am your host, Boobs, uh, Big Booby. If you're nasty, um, it is my brother, my partner in crime, my co-host, Swat. Fuck going on, y'all? How are you feeling, sir? 
I'm good. How are you? How are you today? I'm I'm blessed, brother. How are I'm you? I'm blessed. I'm happy to be here, man. Glad okay. to be in the number. Had to make you sure know. I asked you, dog. Yeah, I appreciate it. You talk, like sh- talk shit about my daughter rude now, Rude ass. Man. So fucking rude ass. She mean. I don't understand it, man. I, I feel like it's so easy. You know, hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? It's, it's simple, man. Norm- normally, she does do it, man. I think she was just excited. Man, she asked you know. her, hey, how you doing? She was like, good. <laughs> Then she went on What are y'all doing Right Like you don't give a fuck yeah, How I'm doing Yeah I think she was just Hyped to be up still Man You yeah, know She had a grandma house Oh yeah It's party time It's party time man. Party time Yeah Man I oh, went yeah. I went over there One of my people house yesterday Right Print uh-huh. some papers off uh, Mom's was like uh, Well your daddy He on the way over He picking up some food I'm like Why the fuck is this nigga Always yes, over here Yes sir <laughs> Air horns for pops This nigga pulls up And was like Hey man You in my parking spot Hey, nigga, you don't fucking live yeah. here no put, put more. Your, yeah, you know, what he's, you know what he's saying? Put your shit on the street, nigga. Stop Girl, playing crazy. Fuck that shit, Put man. that shit on the street. Stop acting crazy. You can find something to do, dog. Mm. Get my mama alone. <laughs> you done found something to do. <laughs> Believe that. You found something. Yes, something, sir. Yes, something sir. familiar. Yes, I'm familiar. Got to play somewhere safe. You done find a safe place. Chill, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. I said Chill. my bad. My oh bad. man, let's get, let's get into the goddamn. Get into the shits. Yeah, man, let's get to it. All right, man. Let's so uh, we're gonna hop right into it, man. Um, last week we talked about the cars, pill bill, pill bill. Then got out of jail, man. Um, actually, it's another um, another uh. Part of this conversation I want to have too That one on the list man But we'll get to the topic at hand um, Had a little bit of, uh, of a battle Between Aunt Viv Dark skin Aunt Viv okay. and, Classic uh, Aunt Viv Classic Aunt Viv And classic uh, Claire Hustle man They were going back and forth Yeah a little bit Um, You know kind of Aunt Viv Taking the stance of How can you support you know, a, a rapist uh, You know Or whatever And you know um, Claire you know, basically celebrating the fact that her TV husband's home. Daddy's um, home. Daddy's home. <laughs> Cliff Paul's back in the back in the building. Yeah. So, um, you know, and it kind of spawned something else that I saw where there was an interview. A young lady was interviewing uh, Judge Joe Brown. Okay. Remember Judge Joe? Yeah, Judge and, Joe. And, um, you know, he was kind of speaking to the fact that Bill Cosby ain't do shit. His actual words were, uh, you know... Shit, he gave them groupies what they wanted. You know, they wanted some pills. They wanted Ooh. some. He said they wanted some. You know, wanted a good time. He said they wanted some BBC, and uh, that's what he said. This was Judge Joe's words, not mine. I should have <laughs> had the clip ready, but I didn't. I don't. Some yeah. BBC. He said want some BBC, some pills. Want to have a good time with a star, and that's what he gave them to him. That's what he gave to him. Um. So in rock star life, right? Rock star lifestyle. God. So my question to you. Um, and obviously, you know, we've said how we feel about, you know, abusers and, mm-hmm. and rapists and that kind of thing. But in this one, what side are you on? Are you on the, the side of the accuser or are you on the side of those kind of celebrating, you know, Bill being home? You're neutral. I mean, how are you? I'm still neutral at, at this point. Man. Okay. And it's, you know, it's it's easy to kind of to sit back on our couch and kind of come up with our own uh, personal beliefs, our expectations of what we think Bill Cosby is. At the same time, we don't know this nigga from a can of paint. You feel what I'm saying? You know, we have people out there that's advocating for him and speaking up for him, which is good. 
But at the same time, the only person that knows what was going on behind those closed doors are the accusers and Bills. I yep. mean, and Bill, right? Mm-hmm. So it's he say, she say. Yep. He's saying he's innocent. They're saying they took advantage. Um, just to have an icon like Bill Cosby, who's affected a lot of us, you know, in our homes. Mm-hmm. A lot of us looked up to him as like our TV dad. Right. So we kind of had that feeling of like he's home, but at the same time, it's still kind of murky. Murky. And I think I said this last week. And I was like, man, that's a lot of accusers. Yeah. Like 50 plus women. And I'm a firm believer, like where there's smoke, there's fire. That's why I say I'm still neutral. Man. So, I got you. Yeah. So what do you say to those who may say in being neutral, um, your silence is complicit? Complicit? Um, I would say I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree with that because you don't want to take a side because you're not sure. I got you. You get what I'm saying? You don't so, want to rush the judgment. Right. And you don't want your support to be ignorance at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I can't, I mean, in some cases, yeah, your silence can be that, but yeah. in this case, not nah, like we still don't have a clear, uh, understanding of exactly what went down. So, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I agree. You know, and, and we've seen this a few times. We've seen this with Tori and I've seen it with Bill. Um, you know, that, you get accused and immediately sides are taken. Right. And, um, you know, I spoke to, you know, on, on a prior podcast about the kid, uh, Keaton, who came in and was saying he was being bullied and that kind of thing. And, and that being, kid, you know, right. Yeah. And it turned out he was in school calling all the black kids niggas, you know. And so for me, it's, it's important not to rush a judgment. Just, just because you don't want to, you know, we say it on here a lot. We don't want to speak from an ignorant place. Mm-hmm. You know, if we want to speak from a place, let's at least speak from a place of understanding a logical place and then form your opinion based off of facts. Right. You know, um, almost fact-based opinions, right? Like, yo, this is the facts. This is the way I feel. But I'm not going to just jump out the window and say, no, he did it. You know, because a lot, of, you know, I see this a lot, man. Um Kind of guys, you know, pandering to black women, you know, and taking sides. You know, why don't you believe black women? You should be, and it's not that. And that's the quickest thing to run to, right? It's so quick. It's so quick to say you don't believe black women. You don't, uh, you don't uh, support or protect black women. And it's like, that's not the case. In in my opinion, that's, that's another form of controlled thinking. Absolutely. It's group thing. Group thing is, I say all the time, group thing is very dangerous. Yeah. You know, you don't have the ability to form your own thoughts, to have an individual mindset mm-hmm. of your core beliefs and values that is separate from what you see on the Internet and separate from what you see on TV. It is really hard to be a whole human being. Right. Honestly. You know, because you're you, when something happens, you're constantly looking left and right. You Trying know, to fit a mold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it kind of reminds me of kind of the. Uh, I don't know if you saw the TikTok trend where parents, they had parents do it. They had dog owners do it. And what they do is they kind of stand there with their dog, with a kid. And they run in the and, opposite direction, right? And you mm-hmm. pick, and I feel like when you allow group thinking, group think to control you, you become that child mm-hmm. that's in the middle, right? And something happens, people pick sides. Now you got to pick a side. Middle, like, oh, shit, which way do I go? And you, you just run to the one that honestly, like most kids are doing, 
to the one you're most comfortable with, but it's not always the right way. Mm. It's just, this is comfortable. Let me go here. I don't know what's over here. I don't even know what's chasing me. I don't even know, you know, I don't even know where, you know, this, I, I'm going to go over here because it's comfortable. I don't know what's going on. Small kids going to run to the fun parent. Yeah. It, same thing. Yeah. You know, you're going to run to to the fun, you know, uh, well, again, but it's comfort. You know, you can't have fun if you're not comfortable. Because they see them running like, oh shit, we turning up. Exactly. Automatically. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, so for me, I think it's important, man, to to wait. It's nothing wrong with waiting, and that's although I don't understand the need to to. I gotta be in. I know it's a part of our makeup as humans to want to be first, but to be first and to be right. Yeah, well, nah, it's not even right. I was gonna say right, but mm-hmm. it's not about being right. It's about being first. A lot of people don't really care about being right. Think we're so. being honest. I can see that. I can see that because it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of. Um, you know, a lot of people who, again, they don't give a fuck about being right. They they don't know what's right. They don't know what's wrong. All they know is I want to be I was, first. I was first to stand up and say something. They want to be, I told y'all. Mm. And, you know, if they're wrong, then they just fade into the background and wait for the next time. Wait for the next topic, huh? Wait for the next topic. So, so you think we'll ever get, like, a clear outcome of exactly... What went down or As far as Bill Yeah No 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 it's too long ago hmm. Honestly too, I Honestly I don't even think They know what really Went down To be real with you I think it's just It's been too long ago I think that Bill's gonna fade into the background It's gonna disappear And uh It's gonna be end up Next time we're here from Bill He'll be dead To be honest with you I don't think that'll be The next time we hear from him I think he'll circulate I don't think so. I don't think mentally he can do it. I mean, just from what I see from him, I don't see Bill um, mentally. I did actually in, in kind of bump into another topic uh, regarding Bill, but they one of the things that um, Felicia Rashad, let me stop calling her Claire Hustle, uh, one thing she said was, well. How, how do you pronounce her first name? Felicia. I call her Felicia. Is it Felicia? Shit. Tomato, tomato. At this point, nigga, I've been calling her Felicia for so long. Felicia, Felicia. I never knew she was fucking married to Amara. Amad, yeah. So, um, also didn't know Marisha really who. I thought he played football. Was it football? Played for the Vikings. NFL. That's yeah. what the NFL. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> but she uh, she had a, a thing where she was saying that um, if people feel so strongly. About Bill, they should give back all the money he donated. Yikes! And people kind of took that as saying, "Well, see, that's how people control you." They say, "Well, if you don't believe, if you don't believe in me and my bullshit, get my money back." And in turn, they kind of use that money to control you. Mm-hmm. Um, my thinking is, is fuck it, they right. If you don't fuck with me the way you say you don't fuck with me, stop spending my money. Stop using my resources. Really don't fuck with me. Show me. That's very common, though. Yeah. That's common is. as hell. It is. You know, it is. It's people kind of, you know, and, and again, this isn't me or us, I don't think, choosing sides in this thing. You know, I think it's fucked up across the board. You know, prayers to all involved is all I can really say. Mm-hmm. But what I can also say is, you know, we we have a tendency to to – have you know it, there's a saying of you can't uh steal third and keep your foot on second. You can't steal second, keep your foot on first. Um 
don't tell me you don't fuck with me, but hey, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just two million dollars you donated. You know, we're gonna keep that and donate that and use it, but we don't fuck with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's something, it's something ill about it. I feel like if you're gonna do it, stand in that shit, stand up on it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, he basically built Temple. No, nah, that's a fact. Temple University, man. That's a fact. So it's you know, so for me, that's that's the important thing. Um, and in speaking of support, you know, um, Shikari Richardson, we actually got the breaking news last week that she failed a, a drug test live and on live on live on, on the pod, right? Yep, and um, she failed a drug test. Won't be allowed to run in the uh, hundred meter. Hundred right. Um, but there was hope. Uh, that she'd be able to run in a four by with a thirty day ban, right? With thirty day ban, mm-hmm. it would end just in time for her to participate in that. Uh, USA Track um, said nah. Yeah, um, I found it interesting that their stance was that um, you know while we do agree the rule needs to be revisited, rules are rules, and we don't feel like she represents USA Track exactly as a whole. Um, there's a obviously there's always two different sides. One side saying it's just we, you know, corporate America. These people just making the rules do worse than that. They should let her run. Mm-hmm. There's another side saying rules are rules. Um, me personally, I fell on the side of you know. I thought the story was amazing. I thought what she did was dope. But I understood, like, yo, like... She was dealing with a lot of shit, man. She was dealing with a lot of shit, but I also understood that, hey, the rule is the rule, the rules. baby. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. You know, we all take that chance. You know, if you work a work a job that's a, a drug-free workplace, <laughs> <laughs> and you, um, you know, get drug tested, and you fail that drug test, and you lose a job... You got to take it on the chin. Yeah, you can't just tell. You can't say it's just weed, because you knew what was up. You mm-hmm. knew what time it was before... You did it when you smoked. That I guarantee, I can guarantee you that 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 thought came across your mind. I guarantee it. I give uh, Shikari a lot of respect because she didn't duck any of it. Nah, yeah, yes, absolutely know, right. Every time she was interviewed, she was like, "Hey, it is what it is. This is what I had on my plate. This is what I went through, and this is how I dealt with it." Um, she's not straying away from it. You know, she's not putting her head down about it. She's standing up tall. And, you know, I commend her for that because it's not easy to be put on that pedestal and then be taken off of it so quickly. Yeah. Knowing that it was your fault Mm -hmm. and not, not, you know, and not pointing fingers at anyone else. Especially as a 21 year old. Right. 21. She's handling it like she's been there before. class, And that comes with wisdom. You know, the first lady that she hugged. That's her grandma. grandmother, right? And you know what grandma told and That's her. where it comes from, right? Sat her right down and told her, look, this is how you're going to do This is how you're going to you do. You tell them what you did, and we're going to move on. We're going to leave that white rare's at. Yeah, so we, got, think, we, have to, we have to give her a hand clap for that, yeah, man. Yeah, be absolutely. honest with you, man. Absolutely. She deserves it because um, I feel like she handled it better than a lot of people who were quote unquote, before. yeah, well, not even that, people who were quote unquote supporters. Right. Because there was a lot of, of social media back and forth about it. And she was like, no, listen, I fucked up, y'all. I fucked up. I fucked up. And she left it there. And I think that... It's, I think too many times people look for a cop-out. Because absolutely. I saw Michael Phelps' name popping up in a lot of situations. Lot and I'm of like, man, come on. That's apples to oranges. It is. You you want to go through all these different people 
who also fucked up and it none of that matters right we're talking about this individual mm-hmm. yes is it wrong it's it not wrong because it's a rule but is it you know a, a, a unfortunate situation absolutely it is it is absolutely again i said you know i would have loved to see her compete i would have loved to see her win yeah you know first thing i tweeted was yo baby go get that gold but when this comes out you know it's all right okay now what now how we handle it. Yeah. yeah i get it you know luckily and fortunately for her at 21 years old you know next olympics is 3 years from now um, you know, Are they going to do it three years? Well, no, no, no. Well, you know, this year it got postponed. Postponed. So this is supposed to be a 2020 So they're going to go right back to the schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, All right. Cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. You know, the way the Olympics works is, you know, they're building in Paris for the right 2024. Now. Yeah. They didn't give a fuck about 20. They ain't going right. to do it with them. Like, no. It's like, shit, what y'all going to do? Because we over here working. Yeah, it's billions of dollars pumped into <laughs> right. that city. Yeah, nah. Yeah. So 2024. So she has three years. She'll be 24 years old um, with another chance to compete for a gold medal. Um, I did like the kind of, you know, she stayed in, in character. Uh, she said, you know, this is going to be the last time USA doesn't come home with a gold medal. Ooh. Um, so I like that. I like that. I like that Ooh. shit talk. I like that. So did you see her replacement? I did. I caught that. You saw that bullshit she said, man? Yep. Come on, man. Like, I don't know. It's it's almost like kicking someone watered down. You know my response to that? What's your response? Same thing Shorty told Monica on Love and Basketball. Love and Basketball. Shorty, you just here because Tanya Randall got, got pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. You ain't even supposed to be here. For real, I man. I thought the girl should know. For real. Straight up. <laughs> But nah, man, um, that that was a nasty play. And I'm pretty sure somebody on her team was like, all right, this is your chance to kind of make a name for yourself. And I'm like, bitch, just, just go out there and just, run. It was so nasty. Because even the, even run, though, you though. know, I want to use my platform to teach kids not to use drugs. It's like, yo, relax. Stop. Come on, man. You ain't got to do that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, all in all, man, but I do think there's a level of accountability as a people mm-hmm. that we have to at some point starts taking you know what i'm saying like own your shit yeah own your shit it's important to do like people fuck up first thing shikari said was i'm Yo, human i'm human, I'm, first human. Thing said, I'm human we human we that fuck shit up. Was, that shit was beautiful bro we like fuck up. and i think she t- uh she tweeted that out before yeah. it even hit like she, the news circuit and everything i'm human, I'm human. That's all just so say. y'all know i'm human you know, if I fuck up, I fuck up. It's going to happen. Y'all fucked up worse. You know, she said, she said, yo, I'm I'm human just like y'all. I just run a little faster. Ooh. Is all she said. I could just run faster. That's it. It's easy to throw rocks, though. We all know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, always. Um, So, you know, shout out to her, man. I'm looking forward to the, you know, one thing America loves is a comeback story. Oh, yeah. You know, um, something else I've been seeing that I'm actually kind of in support of. Because, you know, while I understood her being banned from the 100 meter, I was not a fan of her being not chosen for the four by. The relay? And for that, that 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 bothered me a little bit. They making a statement at this point. Right. And I didn't appreciate that. No one is bigger than the games. Right. And, and that's all that yeah, is. Yeah. And, you know, when you look at this is your, you have no, competitively speaking, this was your fastest runner. Mm-hmm. This is a four by 100. <laughs> Why would you not have your fastest running run in the four by politics, so, boy? Yeah, politics as usual, right? But the flip side of that to me is, um, you know, I've seen a lot of people calling for a boycott of the Olympics, and you don't want to do that. Oh, why not? Tell me why. 
because you still have other black athletes out there that you have to support. Well, that's my next point. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Is I feel like we miss a lot of opportunities. Right. If, to make statements. To make statements. And I feel like the statement, well, and, and, and the thing is, is this is me speaking from what we talked about. Mm -hmm. Me speaking from the place of not being in it. But I think I'll just, I think it would be dope if all of these black women athletes said, fuck it, y'all got it. I think it'd be doper if all the black athletes said that. That's the point that I was going to make. But I think it'd be a lot right. doper if if they say, you know, okay. You're talking about the Olympic athletes, the right? Olympic yeah, athletes, yeah, that's absolutely. that's where I was going to go with it. I was like, you know, this is one of the biggest stages in the world. This mm. is your time to step up and make a statement Stand versus away. us not supporting it. We have to. Uh, at this point, we can't lead on this. We have to sit back and wait to see what they do, right? And let them take the ring. And you know, the thing about it is, you know. As, and we, I feel like we can still fucking play. Um, we know we can still. Uh, <laughs> I could, yeah, caught shit in the headphones. So you know, obviously, we we can still do our part. I think us boycott the Olympics doesn't. I mean, in in the fact they just announced that there won't be an audience, there won't be a crowd at the Olympic Games mm. um, because of a spike in COVID in in Japan. That you know, I, I think it'd be dope. Because now you're leaning on that TV Le audience, yeah, the TV you know, for everything. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, you know, the money spent, you know what I'm saying? If we're not watching during the Olympics, all those advertising dollars are already spent. It's Merchandise. All, all that, that shit's bought, man. It doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. I mean, it matters. It makes a statement. But financially, it's not going to be the hit that we think it could be. TV spots are already taken up for commercials. Yeah, so man. But just, just, just looking at it, man, imagine... If Allison Felix says I'm not running, imagine if Simone Biles says, "Yo, fuck that." I'm I ain't not, flipping for y'all. I ain't nigga. doing fuck shit. Skylar Diggins say, Skylar Diggins says, "Yo, I'm not going." Mm -hmm. You know, you get all these saying, "Yo, fucking, I ain't going." Because you look at it from um, Shorty from Charleston, you know what they did with her, to um, the one on the swim team, and they're banning the caps that you know help kind of hold the natural hair. In place a little bit, you the can't moisture wear, in the hair, right? Yeah, you know, so Ooh, you can't I, wear I didn't know they were playing that dirty. Yeah, so so they banned the caps, and and ba all the cap does is basically keeps you know, there's a swim with a lot of hair. The cap's a little different, keeps it kind of all contained. Yo, I, I know how these dirty motherfuckers played it too. It's giving her a, a competitive advantage. Oh, always, always, <laughs> always. Okay, that's why she was cutting y'all ass. Uh, <laughs> that's why she was cutting her swim ass. cap. <laughs> Fucking swim caps, man. It's now like, she got a do rag. I would agree because that cape that hang down, yeah, I, yeah. that's like a little flipper, dog. That's a flourish. It's a, it's a little, yeah, 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 for sure. Absolutely. If she had a do rag on, then I'd agree with the mm -hmm. ass. But come on, man. Mm -hmm. Y'all being y'all being sloppy at this point. Yeah, dog. you see what I'm saying. So for me, I think that's when when it really gets to be an opportunity to really make a statement. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it, we ain't going. Y'all went without us. Imagine the Olympics without black without American, a black athlete, without black American. Shit, Jamaica still still be out there, right? I you mean, talking about U.S. athletes or only just? in track? Because you know Jamaicans don't swim. <laughs> Shit, they gonna win that track, but no. that's it. <laughs> Motherfuckers don't swim. We starting early. I'm just saying shit. Straight up. Swim shit. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I just, again, man, you know, not to kind of beat the topic into the ground, just I think it'd be a good opportunity. Mm -hmm. Now, whether it happens or not, mm, probably not. Remains to be seen. But I. Show goes on. Yeah, always. Per usual. Always, always. 
So with that, man, let's uh let's get into some music, man. Okay, okay. Who introducing it? Yeah, I'll let you do it this time. All right, cool, cool, cool. Slip and slide records. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. We uh want to give some love, man, to all of you Florida rappers out there who are all influenced by one of the most infamous record labels coming out of Miami. Slip and slide records. Slip and slide, man. So uh that's how we're gonna pop it off. So I guess I'll go in and start. Okay. We don't have no choice but to get into uh, some Trick Daddy, man. Okay. Got to go with Trick. Okay. Daddy Dollars. Yes, sir. Which one I want to go with, man? Tell me. Give him some upbeat shit, man. Let's go with uh, Shut Up, man. Deuce Papito on that. Nigga, you shut up. <laughs> hey, get it. Mm-hmm. In my East Dallas. <laughs> Old school. Uh-huh. Okay, what's up? Shut up, uh-huh. Okay, what's up? Okay, shut up, uh-huh. Okay, what's up? Okay, shut up, uh-huh. Okay, what's up? Right around my brand new 99 photo, Volvo. I got a pocket full of bees, come with it, ain't got no place to go, though. But all my bosom boys, they know, though. That's for sure, though. Are those bigger white jeans you're wearing? Hell nah, ho, you know they polo. I've been used again, accused again. This time been rolling the top of some dumb by one of my youthful friends. Soon as they seen the bands, hit the season and was in. Hell, cause they feel the meat with the understanding, they reason being. Keep but I'm the man for this. While y'all was doing fine, I was doing time, just praying for this. Locked up, make a plan for this. Without all that fancy shit. Way too advanced for this. This polo socks, tank top, and draws up one of my plans for shit. Trick Daddy Dollars. Are those Bugle Boy jeans you're wearing? Hell nah, bitch. You know this polo. Why that nigga was so happy to be in the photo Volvo? Hey, man. Yo, niggas be hating on Volvo, <laughs> man. This shit's hard, dog. What's the hardest Volvo out right now? Mm, the S, uh, <laughs> fuck. It's an S60, the S90. Yo, this shit's hard. You playing? It's an SUV? Nah, it's a, it's a, it's a. Uh, sedan or yeah, it's a, a sedan. coupe? It's a sedan, but them bitches hard. Like mm-hmm. the inside? The motherfucker like spaceships, nigga. Bitches go toot, toot. And beep, beep. <laughs> vroom, vroom. <laughs> Play it, nigga. That shit go hard, nigga. Oh, man. Yes, sir, man. So, um, if we're going to pop it off, man, we're going to do slip and slide. We're going to take it to Miami first. We're going to do all that good shit, man. You know, it's only right if we're going to do the trick daddy. We got to go to his alter ego, man. We got to go to his other side. Uh, man, we got to holler at Trina, man, the baddest. Um, so I'm going to go to, first of all, I, I want to talk about Shut Up a little bit. I like that era of music, man, where they were going to the live bands and the, you know what I'm saying? Like, I fuck with that shit. Had the HBCU bands. HBCU the, bands in the background, man. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I fuck with that. Um, but, yeah, so anyway, I'm going to go to uh, to a song that got me in a lot of trouble uh, oh, in man. middle school, man, because I would say that shit all the time, but when I said that shit, I meant it. So, yeah, so we can go to Trina, man. Pull over. <laughs> Pull that hoe over. That bitch got to get a ticket. Pull over. That ass too fat. 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 Yeah, I'm finna truck. Thighs like butt. Ain't man hoe got more booty in the butt. Just gon' make that song 
got it. Yeah, man. I think we got a little, a little leakage. Oh God, nigga, put Trino. On. Now we got a little leakage problem. What the f- My bad. <laughs> <laughs> little leakage. Little leakage. Actually, I'm excited. Song. Yeah, man. Excited. Little, little spill. <laughs> Had a little Forrest Gump moment. All over my new pants. <laughs> Sheesh. All right, man. So, uh, <laughs> so let's I think keep your this. roommate sauce. <laughs> All right. All right. Enough. Enough. Uh, Enough. <laughs> God damn it. Enough. Shit. All right. Um, something I want to get into, man. Um, something that doesn't get discussed enough. Um, something that I feel like needs to be because there's certain things and that 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 are that go without saying that maybe should start being said. Okay. Rules when rules when communicating with other men via telephone. <laughs> texting, yeah, calling, right. FaceTime. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Go ahead and pop it off. Okay. I do not feel as if any man should be FaceTiming mm-hmm. another man mm-hmm. without reason. Okay. Reason being, hey, working on my car, don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yo, take a look at this. What you think? Um, Reason, hey, I'm with my old lady. Let me FaceTime you real quick, Dad, like I do this all the time. <laughs> Nigga, I thought you was about to say, "Hey, how do these shoes look with uh, this shirt? What you think?" Or some that shit too, like that, that too. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that, cool, right? Oh yeah, 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 that's yeah. Cool. yeah you took forget, it left, yeah, nigga. Yeah, what I just said. Yeah, go fuck. <laughs> Who said that? Who said that? You took that shit all the Who way. Who said left. that? I don't know. Um, I uh, these are reasons to FaceTime. Right. You know, hey, I'm at an event. You know, baby shower. Something one of our other homeboys, you know, my son's playing in the game, you know, those are things Bruh, to look face. Look how crazy this shit is in here. Yeah, that time to face. Cool. That's, that's that's cool. cool. Don't FaceTime me because you want to see me. What you doing? Don't FaceTime me without reason. <laughs> Where you never, at right now? Never, never <laughs> FaceTime me without <laughs> man. Listen, at home bitch, being a man, <laughs> right? Bitch, get off my phone. Yo, never FaceTime a nigga back to back. Be honest with you, man. Not only FaceTime, like I, I think this is just me personally, bro. Don't I call. really don't like sitting on the phone in general. Mm. Like I'm more of a texter than mm-hmm. anything, and it's even rules when you're texting with with your your partners and everything. Like true. If I'm saying all right, bro, I'll be there in like five minutes. Don't text me back, K. Yeah, should nah, leave bro. it there. Nah, bet cool. That's all right. K, say, say less. Nah, yeah, say less. Yeah. I feel you, K. Fuck out of here with that shit, man. Right. What are we doing, right? K, what? You better finish. K, what? You finish, K, Wayne, nigga, you better put yeah, something. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> put a handle on that K. Better say something, nigga. <laughs> fuck around with you. Yeah, man. So it, just certain things, man. Just guy code, guy rules. You know, we've spoken to, um before about you know, as your homeboy, if I tell you something about your old lady, you know, what I mean. I do, you can you bring bring it up back, if you yeah. want to bring it up. Sure, just don't bring me in it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like those those kind of things. So I feel like there are certain rules to talking on the phone with your homeboys. Call it toxic. Call it what you want to. 
Just don't fucking call me. Straight up. That's all I ask. I got called out on that shit when I was like 13, right? Yeah. I think I was on like three with like two of my homeboys. And Pops came in. He was like, who you on the phone with? Oh, I'm on the phone with such and such, such and such. He was like, huh. And I was like, what? He was like, that's what y'all do. Y'all just sit on the phone. <laughs> three boys just sitting on the phone with each other watching music videos <laughs> and ever since then i was like hold up bro this shit is yeah. not cool man it's not you know cool after like, that man that was the end of that shit that'll right there. do it that'll do it you like, know what i'm saying like, like if you got a problem and you need to talk and shit like that then cool but yeah. just sitting there just hey man like nah we can't do that dog it's a, yeah it's, it's phone calls and like hey bro hit me out Right, it's it's those important ones. Yeah, that we need and then to have. all right, cool. But don't call me, hey, bro. What you doing? <laughs> what you what you what you doing with yet? And the way my pop did it, he was like, "Men handle business, man. Like, if y'all on the phone, what, what kind of business y'all handling? Mm. Y'all just sitting up holding court." And he was like, "Come on, man. Yeah, it's fat shooting yeah. shit, kicking yeah. the bobo, kicking the bobo." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, so I said, "Say, man, don't FaceTime me ever again." <laughs> That's anybody any, any nigga If you have a dick Don't FaceTime me If, if you're you a woman a If you're a woman now That has a dick Don't FaceTime me either Whoa I mean that Whoa Whoa Whoa, whoa. What <laughs> Whoa I, I, got a, I got a text That's why I was saying whoa Oh <laughs> <laughs> I meant that motherfucker I know shit. you meant that Fuck around with you Jesus Christ Man, I'm just saying, man, cut that shit out. Cut that shit out, please. Oh wow, wow! I didn't read it that way. I didn't read it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't read it that way. I did not mean. Okay, you know what? Yo, you gotta grow up. Grow up. <laughs> Fucking childish, man. We will never succeed as a podcast if you're gonna keep up these childish antics. Bro, hey man, you took it there, man. All right, yo, you know what? Why we why 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 I did bring up the podcast and the state of the podcast. Oh, yeah, Took, good news. Good yeah, news, good right? news, good news. And I'm gonna say this one time, um, and one time only because I realized how silly I've been being. Um, number one, I'm never gonna bring up numbers again. Okay. Never bring up numbers again. Last time, numbers. Right last time. Okay. Numbers are the numbers. You know what I mean? They gonna be. They gonna be. No point in obsessing over them. I'm competitive. I like to look and see what's going on in the landscape. So I like to know what's going on. Cutting that shit out. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you why. Now I'm getting to details. Um, but there was a time where I, I actually put up a post talking about the numbers that uh, we were at. Right. You know, and I was kind of proud of those numbers. You know, as as you know, I was too. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, just kind of over time, I'm looking and like, damn, like, okay, we're getting good numbers of listens, but it's kind of hard to gauge what's good and what's bad. You can kind of do your Googles, mm-hmm. you know, and see what's rocking and what's not, but you don't really know. So something told me today. I'm at, I'm at, uh, at work, kind of bored, just on on, a, on my website, on a computer, looking and. Looking at different numbers for the podcast, right? I actually log into Apple. The, uh-huh. actual, the Apple Connect, which is what they use for the podcast. This is called Apple Connect. And I go on there, look at the analytics. For some reason, never did it. Look at the listens. Four times more listens than I thought. Crazy. Uh, went on Spotify. Um, was about where I expected. 
mm-hmm. but our audience is mainly Apple. Um, so I, I went to caught on Spotify. Um, but numbers were crazy. And for me, it while exciting, um, also kind of brought me down to earth a little bit. In in what sense? Because I'd been obsessing over how can we grow this podcast so much. And I've been obsessing over what can we do to be better. And damn, the numbers are good, but this isn't what I want more. I want more and more and more that one, I, I felt like I was missing the enjoyment of the whole process. Right, right, Like, right. I was missing that. And also... It's almost kind of giving you anxiety in a sense. Right, yeah. exactly. And, and then the <clears throat> other sense of it was, okay, when the numbers were decent and every episode you came in, like, you know, I'm going, you know, game seven, now that you see the numbers are a whole lot better, how you coming in? Game one? No, bitch. It's still, still game, game seven. seven. We still coming in with the shits. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was just kind of just for me, I was able to kind of look at myself and I think it's important. Um, one I think one of my best traits is my ability to laugh at myself. You have to. You know, and you can the, never take yourself too serious. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I really was able to go back, look at it and say, Okay, you know what, boob, you was tripping. Relax. Enjoy yeah. this shit. Because this shit is fun. It was supposed to be fun. That's what it's, we it's, based it on. Yeah, it's business in it. Me being me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm a competitor. I'm, I'm, I'm just me. You know what I mean? I always grew up as the smallest one. So there's a certain dog in me. Because I had to have that to survive. Right. You know what I mean? So to make it to where I make it, made it, you know, I had to be able to fight. You know, when you, uh, when you text me earlier, and you kind of like, I fucked up with the numbers. You know, automatically in my head, I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> Shit, we ain't even, <laughs> we ain't even scratching goddamn 1K. So I was yeah. like, uh, you talking about total, like, the listeners? And then when you hit me with that number, I was like, ooh. You see, I didn't even, I didn't even say ooh. it. I just had to send the picture. Like, yeah. Here, this is what we're really I was like, ooh. Like, this is what we were really at. <laughs> This is what we're really at. I was like, shit. And this is what we thought we were yeah. at. Yo, so I say that to say, and you know, I, I make an effort in every episode, man, to thank the listeners and really thank the listeners. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I was talking to one of my little brothers the other day, and he was like, bro, like, you never really know who listening to that shit. I said, no, that's true. That's dope. You know what I mean? Not dope, but I mean, that's, that's a true point. That's the bright side of it. And it is. Because you don't know who you're reaching out to. You yeah, don't know who you're touching. Right. Yeah, so... And you know, cool. and I and I looked at obviously, you know, I could bring up the map and see where people are looking listening. And it's literally worldwide at right. this point. You know, it's Europe, it's uh South America, it's Puerto Rico, it's all over the country, and you know, it's up in Canada now and in Mexico and, and looking at the shit like, okay, cool, like we growing, we got a growing fan base, we got a growing listenership, we gotta get it I found some like names. You know, like Every like thing has like every show has like a, a like you know a beehive almost yeah like, like a beehive or some what shit. What could we call them? I don't know, man. We gotta think about something. <laughs> <laughs> don't disrespect the people. I was gonna say party people, party people. We ain't rolling with it. 
Back to the drawing boards. Yeah, let's go back to the. All right, I God. said we could think about it. And okay. You came out. With party. I came. I came out. Came guns blazing. Party, yeah, the party people. Party people. But you know, I was gonna change my name on Instagram to the Pod Father. Oh God, no, no, don't do that shit. Pod, I'm the Pod Daddy. I w- you know what I was gonna put in my bio? What's that? Playlist player. Why? Because I'm a playlist player, nigga. I enjoy making playlists. Oh. I didn't say playlist king. Oh. Say playlist player. I'd say I spent a whole quarantine <laughs> showing niggas out the fucking guy with these playlists. Now. Playlist player, you feel me? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, um, man. Um, in my opinion, you know, with you speaking on the numbers and things like that, and just where we are, where we're sitting with it, and with this being the twenty-first episode, just looking back. And each episode has just been us just kicking back and having fun, being authentic. Right. So with the path that we're on now, man, it's kind of hard to still steer away from it. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we just have to be, like like we always say, man, keep this shit organic. Yeah. It's um, going to take us off, man. It was funny, man. We were talking, I was talking to someone who's actually kind of taking the, um, and don't take this the wrong way, people who are listening, because I'm not getting big headed or Hollywood, but- um, she's kind of taking a role as a manager mm. and she was kind of discussing, you know, kind of things that we could do with the podcast and, you know, pitching it to different networks and that kind of thing and kind of turning it into something bigger. And, um, you know, I told her like, we were kind of talking, she's like, okay, well, you know, it has to kind of be a little scripted to do X. I'm like, yo, 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 yo. I'm like, I feel you. I do. <laughs> But that's not what we do. No. Like we're not scripted. We don't do that. We don't do that. So for me, it's like either we, if if God blesses us with the opportunity to be on any kind of on a, on a network, it's going to be our way. It has to be. It has mm-hmm. to be. I say there's no other way. I can, we can give you what we've the the reason you called us here, the whole reason you want us on this network because how we rock. So don't ask me to change that when I get there. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. I've seen so many crash and burn uh, episodes of people that had something fluent, organic going. Once mm-hmm. they sign that goddamn contract to go on like these big networks, yeah. like, you can look at the difference. I got to look true. at the body language and I shit. Gotta, yeah, man. I got to stay. I got to stay true to what this is. Yeah, you know, we talked about being. You know, the, the the first episode we talked about the uns, mm-hmm. right? The un, underdogs, the unfiltered. The underrated, the all these different unders yeah. that we are, that we are, right? Unapologetics, you know, and for for and not saying we couldn't, you know, carry that on somewhere, but I'm not risking that just for a chance to show my face, right? I'll do this underground shit for the rest of my life if I have to, you know what I'm saying? Like for this to be, you know what I mean? Because again, too much blood, sweat, and tears put in this shit, too much effort, like countless hours. That we really put in, you know. Mm-hmm. I truly believe in that ten thousand hour rule, where you got they say to truly master a craft, you got to you got to put in that work ten thousand hours. Um, that's in the Outliers, Malcolm yeah. Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell. I'm sorry, uh, one of my favorite books. Um, actually, plan on starting back reading that because I read it periodically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to start back reading it over the weekend, man. Um, try to finish it by end of next week. So. I say that to say, you know, um, whatever you have going on, uh, whatever you're working on, projects you're working on, you know, um, try to enjoy it. Yeah. You know, remember why you're here. 
you know, I know people say like, what's your why? Or what's your why? And it just sounds so corny, you know, but it's, it's real and it's true. It's like, yo, what's your why? Why are you here? Mm-hmm. Like, well, what are you doing it for? You know what I mean? So, um, I'm not going to ask you that, but I'm going to ask you what's the biggest thing. 21 episodes in 21 is the legal age in America. Right. So when you can finally do any and everything legally, um, mm-hmm. So it should be a point of growth. So after 21 episodes, what's the biggest lesson? What's the biggest takeaway? What's the biggest thing you learned? What's what's the one thing that you feel like you've gotten out of this? Uh, personally, repetition is the key to success, mm. right? The yep. reason I'm saying that is because I've seen people attempt to do this, talk about doing this. It sounds cool until it's right in front of your face mm. and then you have to deal with it. Yep. It's easy to walk away from it when you don't see the results that you want to see. Um, the people that you expect to support you, mm-hmm. when you kind of you know, not see them showing up, showing out, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah, well, you know, I, you know it. You know, I like what you got going on. When you don't, when you don't receive that, you feel a kind of, you know, you feel a certain way. Yeah. You know, you may stray away from it, but like you say, man, like you got to be crazy to do this shit. Mm-hmm. So for us to come in here every every night or on one night out of the week, mm-hmm. you know, and try to give good content and speak our minds, speak our truths. You know, we leave a lot of stuff. How can I put this? We put a lot of stuff to the side. Mm. Like, I just got a call before we started from my daughter. You know, she wanted to FaceTime. And I'm like, hey, bro, I got to go, man. What you want? What you want? What you want? I'm trying to hurry up and get her off the phone because we working on mm-hmm. setting shit up. So yeah. I kind of look at that and say, man, sh- in order for this shit to be successful, man, we got to have consistency. And that's what we've been doing for 21 episodes, man, coming yeah. in putting everything else to the side and making this shit happen. So that's what I'm taking away from it. 21 episodes being there. Right. Right. Um, You know, for me, I I kind of echo that same sentiment. Mm -hmm. Um, Just the grind of it, you know, even with the fun aspect that we spoke about earlier, you know, just the grind in this shit, like because it's work, you know what I mean? There is to, to be good. It's work. Yeah, you know what I mean. To to be to to grow is work. To constantly come up with new things, and you know, pe- people don't realize behind the scenes. Actually, um, another podcast that I, I'm part of, um, you know, I spoke with uh with B man, shout out to B, um, and I talked to him uh just about how this shit goes, right. And we were kind of talking about just like the editing process and all that shit. And like, you know, people don't really realize the work it takes to really get it going, you know, really do it. And I was telling him what I did. He said, you do all I don't even do all that. Like, <laughs> because I chop, like, I'm going, I'm combing through it. I'm going through shit with a fine tooth comb. You know what I mean? But it's a certain, and, and, and me and you both said, like, a certain level of crazy you got to have. To do this, to yeah. To do this, because if you don't, it, no sane person will constantly do this over and over again, mm-hmm. you know, without some sort of immediate reward or result. Um, you know, I think for us, our reward and our result is seeing 
the growth. Yeah. You know, I remember a few months back, me and you out downtown get recognized by somebody. Hey, don't, ain't y'all like showing the podcast? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it was a dope moment because, like, oh, shit, like, people are listening. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for me, my whole thing was, and I, I spoke to you off mic about um, kind of my inspiration behind even wanting to be behind the mic, um, being kind of Petey Green and what he did. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know Petey Green, you know, look him up. Um, but I've always wanted to be a, a voice. You know, I said that first, you know, first episode zero, I want to be a voice. Yeah. You know, I, I want to speak for the people. I want to tell our story. You know, I want to be the the one people come to. Something happens. <clears throat> I don't hear them. I don't see them boy got to say about this. One. Exactly. I don't yeah, hear the boy yeah, got to yeah. say about this shit. I know exactly. the boy got shit. You know what I mean? So, and I want to do it not only in a um a way that uh is effective and easy to understand, but I want to make y'all laugh. You know, I'm, I'm trying to enjoy this shit. A cool thing you know? about what you're saying, um, just my DMs now. You know, I'm getting sent like. Funny videos or some crazy oh, ass I topics. Was, I thought you said some titties was dropping. No, no, bro, no, bro. I thought we put that shit to rest. Don't send no goddamn titties to my DM, please. Yeah. But no, nah, uh, back to it. It's like uh, they'll send me shit and like, bro, y'all gotta talk about this on the mm-hmm. pod. Mm-hmm. And that's some dope shit because they want to see what our perspective is and right. you know how our wheels are going to turn to certain things. Yeah. So. That's another cool part about this, man. Y'all actually care what, like, I never knew, like, people care what the fuck I had to say, though. Right, right. And that, and that was dope, as you know. I mean, one of the things we talked about beforehand, before we even did this shit, was kind of we needed something that was the Southern's viewpoint on what's going on. Right. Like, a Southern take on this shit. Like, yo, all right, cool. We hear all the other podcasts up north in New York and shit, and it's based on that. But they're talking about Southern topics, and we sitting there riding and listening, like, that ain't that ain't how it's about. going down. Yeah, yeah. that's how shit go, but y'all don't know shit. Right. You know, one of the things that I remember listening to a podcast and they talked about, you know, how artists in Georgia don't in Atlanta's more specifically, don't beef. <laughs> oh no, you motherfuckers beef. <laughs> the difference is, is that we southern and we was taught to keep our shit in house. Yeah. So we ain't bringing that shit all over the world. We ain't touring radio stations telling everybody what's going on. Whatever happens in these four walls, stay in these four walls. Exactly. That's what I was taught. That's a fact. So yeah. Yeah, whatever happens in the city, stay in the city. You know, we always talk about, you know, just being in front of Savannah, you know, and, and for, you know, traveling. Mm-hmm. And you see, so I remember in the state, we was in college in Statesboro, right? And you may hate a nigga. Right. Well, Hey, we out of town. Hey, we family. We family, yeah. We got to ride together. The city all, and I was one thing I can always say about Savannah, man. Never mattered what was going on. The city stuck with each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and it's a little off topic, but I just want to, you know, so to get back to the point, man, one thing I learned is just keep at it. Keep working. Keep grinding. Keep Keep going. going. Keep That's one of my favorite sayings now, bro, is keep going keep going shout out to larry june keep going yeah nah keep going <laughs> keep going keep fucking going you know it's the marathon right yes, sir you know it's a marathon and, and it's called i saw earlier today man and it said that um it says sure um you know the marathon you know is what it's gonna be he said not sure you can get your crew you know y'all can train together you know what i'm saying get right together but ain't nobody gonna run that lap for you hmm the marathon is a marathon. You got to do that shit yourself. Got your own race. That's it. Run your fucking race. Yeah. So, 
with that, man, let's get into, um, I don't know if you caught, man, Brian Brian had a little issue with an announcer. Oh, at so, Bronny game? Yeah, Bronny's game, man. Yeah. Brian, the, the announcer made a comment that Bronny got a call because it's Jim's name after his daddy. Right. Brian had some shit to say. Yeah, calls going Bronny way. Yeah. Announcer tried to throw a little, little, little jab, chuckle in there. Yeah, a little jab with, with Brian around. And, yeah. And Brian stood up for Bronny. Um, for me, and seeing that, I appreciated it, man, because right. it kind of showed that human side yeah. of it. You know, like, yo, like, y'all ain't going to play with my kid like this. This, this is my kid. It's still my seed out here, right? It's still my kid. You feel me? Like, you know, mm-hmm. this is my kid, you know. And, and obviously, it's a lot of pressure of being named LeBron James Jr. and you yeah. play basketball. The thing thing with Bronny, man, you know he hears it on the court. For sure. From, like, the opposite team players when they go up against him they go a little bit harder and just because you know he's Bron's son mm-hmm. but it's nothing LeBron can do about that because those are kids mm-hmm. his job is to protect him from adults facts you feel me and he did just that yep buddy buddy knew he was like come on bro like it's a time and place for everything and play like we always say read the room read the fucking read room. the room read right the gym. Come on, read the chill. <laughs> you see what that shit say, LeBron <laughs> Arena, nigga. That's yeah. what it say in the corner. But other than that, man, shit. That's your job as a parent is yeah. to always protect your child, man. Protect for your sure. child. Salute, salute, yeah. uh, salute LeBron for that, man. Shit, my you... dad tried to fight plenty of motherfuckers at my games coming Word. up, bro, for less. Yeah. For less. Yeah. <laughs> nigga tried to fight an umpire one time, dog. Pause <laughs> wild. Pause wild, man. I can see it. I remember, man, and, you know, we were different, man, growing up. Um, just, and it was funny, a picture got sent to my phone last week um, of uh, me with that Stallions team, man. And, and and this is off topic a little bit, but kind of on topic. But just, I remember we used to seek kids out. Oh, your daddy only talking shit? Oh, that's your daddy? I'm mm-hmm. on your ass. I'm on your ass. I'm going to bust your ass because your daddy talked too much. And we was kids saying that. But to get to the Brian point, um, man, I, again, I appreciate the human. Mo- I appreciate human moments with parents. Yeah, you know, with, with, with athletes and celebrities, and I he got a standing them. ovation for it. Yeah, because because I mean, again, man, like that's a kid. No matter what you see on the court, you know, and it's kind of the same thing happened with um, Bronny, and I forgot what what uh, what female that was. But he said he slid in her DMs or whatever. It was a whole thing. Who Bronny did? Yeah, and Savannah stood. I was like, yo, like, I don't know what y'all think, but it's my fucking son. Like, I don't play about my son, you know, and I appreciate Savannah doing the same thing. I can't remember yeah. who it was. But um, that was a whole thing. And it was, I think it might have been Larsa, as a matter of fact. He might have been, like, in her likes or some shit. Larsa Pip? Yeah, you know, Larsa. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She loves some basketballs. God um, damn. You know what I'm saying? So, and that was the thing. But you know, and Savannah stood up like, "Yo, that's my son. Yeah. Don't fucking play. I don't play about my kid, and I can appreciate that." But that's that's one way to to attack LeBron is to go after, I would say, what he loves most, right, right, which is his family. Yep. And if you want to get a rise out of somebody, fuck with their kids, bro. Nah, fuck nah. like for real. You gonna see the real like the real person come out of them. No, nah, that's facts. Every time. That's facts. Like, I I remember this time, man. Let me get a little bit off uh, off topic, but. Yeah, do your thing. Shit, we were at church, right? 
Yeah. We went to a visiting church. I forgot what was going on. I think uh, one of my cousin's kids was being christened. I think Jordan was like a hand baby at the time. Mm -hmm. So we're leaving the church. And um, this usher, he walks up to me and was like, yo, how much uh, can I buy that baby for? Like, the fuck? The fuck did he just say? So I kind of ignore it at first. But then he doubles back on it like, yo, Mm -hmm. how much can I buy this baby? I'm like, bro, who the fuck are you talking to? Right. And so my auntie is like, swat, like, man, fuck that shit. Right, bro. Like, and around that time, man, it was like, you know, those little girls was coming up missing, uh, the little black girls. I forgot what country it was. God damn. I can't remember off the top of my head. But it's just moments like that where instincts automatically kick in right mm-hmm. and that's why i say bro if you want to see a real motherfucker come out fuck with their kids dog. and that's exactly what he got man nah that's a fact that's a fact <laughs> man so like i said i appreciate it man to the announcer fuck you you know what i mean so you know the, eat dicks yeah eat a dick you know and some of them niggas use that shit because they want to be famous Oh yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, I want to yeah, use this yeah, moment yeah, to make yeah, me famous. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know the that's camera's like, rolling too, right? Yeah, come on, that's a fact. So yeah, man, salute to that. So um, speaking of Brian, um, in the NBA, man, we are in the midst of the NBA Finals. Game Ooh. one is over. Game two is currently on. Currently uh being played. Eight point game. Eight point Four game. Quarter. Yep. Uh, fourth quarter, five point game. Oh no, I'm sorry. Um, fourth quarter, <laughs> fourth quarter, suns are up, man. The valley, uh, rally in the valley, the valley, man. So, uh, I believe, um, we were supposed to come back to our finals projections, um, our picks, predictions. Mm-hmm. What you got? Shit, suns got it, dog. Suns and four, suns and four. I say suns and five, mm-hmm. suns and five, MVP. CP3 Point God himself Point God Okay <clears throat> Okay Yeah I, I and, You know obviously I, I Shit I said that shit You know a few A few, uh, few weeks ago A few right? weeks ago yeah. man I was rolling with the Suns And I was rocking with CP As my MVP uh, So they, they've proven me right So far um, You know I'm hoping they can continue This momentum man But um, What do you have to say Uh Looking back at, at what the the fallout, because that's what most people don't really focus on at during the playoffs, is teams how they lose and what's next. Um, two teams that lost in the conference finals, Clippers and the Hawks. Um, mm-hmm. I think that it's going to be a very interesting summer for both teams. Um, Clippers because Kawhi has a decision to make. Resigning. Uh, yep, resign yeah, resign or, or leave. Dip. Um, PG. Um, I think for some has proven his worth. For some, feel like you know he's you know just not the guy. Yeah. So if you know Kawhi leaves, are we now getting rid of PG? Go to the full blown rebuild? Nah. Um, do we kind of try to build around PG? Do we hope for another superstar to come play with him? Do we think another superstar will come play with him? Um, you know, so very interesting. Uh, very interesting. Um. Off season for the Clippers, uh, the flip side, the Hawks, and I, you know, feel like I may sound like a hater in this, but I'm gonna be real with them. Mm-hmm. Um, one, um, I do not think the mindset of we're young, we'll be back, is a good mindset to have. Right. 
And the reason why is because it's immensely hard to get back. Um, one thing that I watched, man, I was watching the shop um, on HBO last night, and they had Tom Brady on there, right? And he was talking about, man, I had three Super Bowls by the time I was 25 years old. And he said, and I kind of made a comment of, damn, it's got to be more to this yeah. than just this because you were bored with winning. And he said, then 10 years later. Suffer, suffering from success. Yeah, yeah. And he said, here we are. Here, here I was 10 years later and hadn't won a damn Super Bowl in mm-hmm. 10 years. And then we started back winning some more. But it took 10 years for me to reset level of success. And, you know, obviously I always bring up the Lakers, you know, kind of doing the same thing of, you know, you win in 2000, you know, win one, your last one in 2002. Mm-hmm. You don't win another one until 2009. You know when you know then you you win another one in 2010. You don't win again until 2020. Right. You know what I mean. So these are huge gaps. You know. So for Hawks fans, yeah, the future it is bright, and there is always an opportunity. Yeah. But you know, also just know, sometimes you got to take that chance when it's there. I mean, Georgia learned that lesson the hard way. The Falcons have learned that lesson the hard way. But in the Hawks' case, um, two main components um, for their team, one being DeAndre Hunter and two, Cam Reddish. Mm-hmm. Cam, I think, I'm not sure if he even played the entire uh, you know, the entire conference finals. Mm-hmm. That last game, man, sh- he took over. So that's an upside for him just knowing that those two, you know, young wing defenders, three and D type guys, that's what they like to call them now. Um, you can build around that. Uh, just being in the East, it's always uncertainty. Knowing who's going to be on the top by the time the season comes to an end, mm-hmm. it's easy to kind of say, "Yeah, uh, Milwaukee, they'll probably be back next season." But like you said, it's uncertainty. Um, <clears throat> Brooklyn, they got a lot of shit to figure out as well, as far as what to do with Kyrie. You know, I've been hearing a lot of whispers saying that he may not even be there next year just um, because they're kind of unhappy with how I he think, played throughout think, the season and everything. So. I, I think those are more whispers than realities, Yeah, to be honest with you. I think that, honestly, I really feel Brooklyn was healthy there coming out of the East. Oh, yeah, they, they most definitely. They, yeah, they didn't come but out that's just that's this season, you yeah, get what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think the other part for Brooklyn that Brooklyn has going for them is the same thing the Heat had going for them is you're going to get guys who just want to win. And they're mm-hmm. going to come play with you because they just want to win. League minimum guys, right? League minimum guys. So Sam Cassell coming out of retirement to play for That's the Nets. That's not what I said. <laughs> I said guys taking those league minimum Shit. contracts. Who, who, who was that motherfucker that tried to um, sneak his way on the Nets uh, roster? J.J. Reddick. He did. He, he did. tried to get over there so bad. yeah. yeah. <laughs> So bad. They shipped that motherfucker off to Dallas, nigga. Yeah, they should have played, man. Dallas could have used him. But, um, yeah. But, yeah, and like I said, I don't want to, you know, be the guy that, you know, kind of. I don't want to be negative in this, just being honest. I think you they'll know, compete, though. It's, it's You're talking about grind. Atlanta? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to be a grind. They'll I mean, compete. And I look at, look at Georgia, you know, with the Bama game. Mm-hmm. You had it. You were right and there. You lost. Yeah. And it's been a road getting back. And, it, and again, looking at what Tom Brady spoke about, you know, it's, it's really, really hard. LeBron's been showing y'all that. 
Yeah. So LeBron is, is a testament. And, and another example would be the Warriors in basketball. But the thing, They're showing how fragile these things are and how all it takes is a few bad breaks, literally, yeah. for shit to go left. The thing with the you Hawks, know? though, bro, they didn't make it to the finals. <laughs> to the Eastern Conference Finals. Nah, so, so like us saying that, oh well, they'll be back. Like y'all didn't go anywhere. Like if but y'all make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, but that's the thing that you have to. That's thing you go against when you speak to uh, Hawks fans. Oh, uh, they'll is, be all right. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, what what you get to? Cool. What, what you bump into is well, well, we weren't supposed to be here. Y'all were. Y'all had a a good fucking roster. I hate when people say that and shit. Yes, you know, like you make it seem like y'all just had some bum ass niggas on the team. Y'all we had stumbled to the conference finals. Shit, you're fucking what? John Collins was a top ten pick. Trey Young was a top ten pick. DeAndre Hunter was a top ten pick. Cam Reddish was a top ten pick. You got Bogey on that roster. You got Nari on that roster. You have a good team. Gallo was a top ten pick when he came out the draft. You have a good team. Lou Williams, six man of the year. Back to back years, Clint Capella. Clint, like these aren't bad teams. Like I, Clint I Capella, hate that narrative. Clint, dog. Clint Capella had a very, very good chance of being a uh, NBA champion if CP doesn't get hurt. Exactly. When Houston, these aren't bums. He's battle tested. These aren't yeah. bums. I, you know? I hate that narrative. Oh, we weren't split, bitch. Yes, y'all were. You got there. <laughs> you got there. You supposed to be there. God damn. You didn't finish it. You didn't finish the job. Let's just say that. Yeah. I mean, so next year they'll probably have to say, oh, we weren't supposed <sighs> come on, man. It's so it's <laughs> you can only say that so many times, dog. Absolutely. Oh, you can't have that underdog role forever. Y'all at this point, you you're not underdogs. That's a fact. You're not underdogs. So. Um, so real quick, let's get into a little more sports talk. Um, get into the journalism side. Uh Rachel Nichols. Ooh. Um Going to be, well, let's get into what she said. Um, had some disparaging uh, remarks about uh, Maria Taylor, mm. who's another uh, commentator. She's on, uh, I believe she's on with Colin Cowherd. Is that right? Who's that? Maria Taylor. No. Um, sorry, that's, Maria, Joy, that's Joy Taylor. That's Joy Taylor. Maria's the one that went Joy, to UGA. Joy, Joy Taylor. Yeah. All right. You know that's Jason Taylor's little yes, sister? Yes, his little sister. That's why I don't say too much. You know, just let Aunt talk to a motherfucker. We all got. Look at your aunt. We all got to say shit. Let Aunt do the talking. <sighs> let Aunt talk. <laughs> aunt talk. Yeah, those people who say they like what I do to crowd. Mm. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, uh, so sorry, Maria Taylor. Who and I fuck with Maria, man. I, I've actually been able to witness Maria's journey. Journey. Just seeing her come from being college a, game yeah, day, right? From college day to being a UGA, a UGA grad, right? And being a Georgia grad, I was able to see her because um, she was on ESPNU covering a lot of Georgia games, right? She'd be the one at the G Day game and seeing her kind of work her way up through the ranks. So seeing her get an NBA finals, you know, uh, birth is dope, it's major, yeah, it's dope. But you know, um, what, uh, Rachel had to say about it was basically, you know, don't take that from me because y'all have, and, and I read her comments mm-hmm. and what she said was just because I have a fucked up, um, you know, track record with diversity. Don't take this shit from me. 
Right. To make y'all y'all look good. Like, don't do to, that to, to me. try to pretty it up. Almost. Exactly. Yeah. Like, don't do that to me. Y'all yeah. don't do that shit to me. The ESPN track record is kind of shady. Absolutely. Kinda so shady. she had a fair point. Yeah. And in looking back, because I saw it, and I said, oh, fuck, what did Rachel say? You know what I mean? And I looked at it, and she was right. You know, a lot of people try to, you know, they try they try to mask it as white tears and, and all this kind of shit, but Rachel had a good fucking point. You know what I mean? I'll say this. It's super easy to get angry about this. The hard part is peeling back the layers yep. and to get to like the truth in a lot of it. Yep, yep. And a lot of this goes a lot of this blame should be on ESPN mm-hmm. because in my opinion, it's almost like a capital like it's a capital what's the word I'm looking capitalistic. for? Capitalistic. Capitalistic move. Capitalist. Yep. Okay. Right. Yep. Um I've seen in the past how they pitted two women against each other with um Mm. Kari Champion and Jamel Hill. Yep. And I think they were both going for shit. I want to say it was a uh, sports um, center anchor role. Was it? I'm trying to think of where did Kari start out at? Kari started. She was on a uh, first it take. It was first take. They she were going for take. the first take job because Jamel Hill was up for that job as well. Okay. And so they were pitting them against each other and they kind of had to pull each other to the side. It was like, yo. We you see what's going on, right? Right. And a lot of this control is controlled by white men. Yep. Right. So, like I said, it's easy for us to kind of take the side. I mean, by all means, Maria Taylor does deserve that shit. But it's so easy for us to kind of look at the surface of things and say, oh, well, it's mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, it's just racist on her part to say some shit like that. No, she's speaking from a place of emotion. Yeah. Like. And she's speaking from a place of no, I bust my ass yeah, to get here. Which she did. And a lot of people are saying, Oh no, you you only got here because of, you know, who who you're related to. It's nepotism. Which may be true. Like I say, we should all flex our privileged muscle. I have right, privilege. Right. You have privilege in right, some cases, right? right? We should all flex that muscle. But once we're in these positions, we gotta put that fucking work in. Nah, it's a fact. And Maria Taylor, yeah, she has a background in basketball. She hooped. And at the time when she was in the bubble, Black Lives Matter was going on. So it was her privilege. Like, of course, we want this black woman to represent what's going on right now. In a majority black league. Exactly. It's almost saying like, shit, if we have a Michael Jackson tribute, we automatically want Chris Brown to represent what the fuck is going on versus Justin Timberlake almost. If you get what I'm saying. Like, people would be mad if Justin Timberlake is up there, right? Mad if Diana Ross showed up too. Oh my god <laughs> I, I crushed this nigga dreams I crushed his dreams But yeah she's up there for privilege That's her right to be up there to represent Black Lives Matter That was the biggest thing in the bubble Right But when she was in that position She did not drop that fucking ball Right She went up there she performed And she was rewarded with being able to coverage I mean to cover the finals this year so yeah, we're all awarded privilege. Privilege. Don't get me wrong, but it's all about what we do with that privilege. Yeah, absolutely, and I agree. I mean, one, I feel like it was a private conversation. That was nasty. Yeah, and I really hate when those things happen. I mean, I, I, it's and the you know who leaked it is actually uh, one of LeBron's right hand guys. 
His um, uh, PR guy, right? Yeah, his yeah. PR. Yeah, one of the top guys. And not that LeBron has anything to do with this, but, you know, it's just, it's nasty. I hate when that happens. Um, you know, private conversation, you're like, ooh, I got you. Let's drop this shit. A mm. year later, when Maria Taylor's up for more money. Yeah. It's a lot of nasty. Yeah, yeah she has. It's, it's a lot of variables to this, man. So, a lot. It's a lot of nasty shit in it, man. So, you know, for me, I just look at it like, man, let's let's all take a deep breath. Like you said, let's peel back these last. Let's really look at this shit. Like, what's going on for real, for real? Mm-hmm. Not the beef between Maria and Rachel because it doesn't exist. Yeah. Let's look at the fact that Rachel's been doing an amazing job on ESPN for years. And while, yes, in the Black Lives Matter, um, in that time, would it have been dope to have Maria there? Sure. Of course. But let's keep it a buck. Is ESPN doing this for black folks? No. Or are they doing this because they it's good look for good. ratings they look good. to have a black woman stand with these black athletes? Yeah. Call a spade a spade. And shout out Jimmy Butler for knocking off Rachel Nichols in the bubble. Oh, my God. All right, God. yo, let's get some music. Let's get some, some tunes. Big face coffee. Yes, sir. <laughs> got some big face coffee for your motherfucking ass. Balls in the bubble. <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? Oh, man. We were almost serious. They said Rachel had that nigga exhausted. Two a days, man. Two a yes, days. Sir. Clapping them thighs. Clap them thighs. All right, man. So I'm getting to myself. I get myself in some so trouble. Is that why they call it the jump? All right. I'm going to get into some songs. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to uh, one. You, you heard what I said, right? No, I, I know. I heard you. You heard me. I, I did. You're not going to acknowledge what no, I said. No, I'm going to get into my music. I have a song to play. It's my turn. <laughs> Fuck around with you. Did you hear me? Yes, I heard you, nigga. Leave me alone. Are you sure? <laughs> go ahead. I uh, I'm against this one of my one of my uh, I'm I'm muting you. You're muted. Fuck that. Get you out of there. Right, I'm getting to one of my favorite remixes, man. One of my favorite songs. Uh, this played during the summer, I believe, of 2011. Man, it was my shit all the way through. So I'm getting to Ace Hood, uh, and we're gonna go to Hustle Hard. Nigga flow, sorry to 
never know when I slide up. 19 in my Nina, red dot when I ride up. Honey deep in that KOD, king of diamonds, that's me, nigga. No, you bitches can't hit my beat. Choppers only think free, nigga. Step to me and I teach you. Somebody Texas preacher. Straight drop in my beaker. Ace knock in my speakers. Last night I counted one mil. This morning, 150. Pussy niggas can't count me out. Don't make me hurt your feelings. I V12 challenge. Jet blue, forget it. Rolex embedded with princess and baggots. Same old brick, but it's different, yeah. Yeah, that's candy. I got a big house in the backyard. Fish tank with shark in it. Real nigga, I'm authentic. I fuck a bitch with shark when it got a bad bitch to be bartending. Can I get on anybody track? Hit that bitch with that Wayne train. Hit that bitch with that Wayne train. Come on, dog. Come on. <laughs> Black card in my pocket. Riding around in that Gotti. You know, I think he said riding around to that Gotti. Like he was listening, listening to your Gotti. Nah, ride around that Gotti. Bugatti. Pistol off in my boxers. I ain't got time to be boxing. Got a red bone. Look tropic. She fuck right. She shopping. If she Young fuck money. me right, then we shopping. Young Jesus money, Christ. we popping. I eat these rappers. Anthony Hopkins. See that V neck? That's Polo. Grilled up like Ocho. You keep rapping shit. Chuck Taylor's with no socks. These <laughs> niggas chicken. Polo See, nigga live on Sundays. King of Diamonds Monday. Swagger just dumb. Carmen oh, Kelly. Monday. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. That's it. Yeah, the nigga. <laughs> All right, man. Shit. Yep. Plies, man. Huh? Hundred years. Yep. White people turn this shit Let's off. Let's get it. Getting rough for me out here, my nigga. Every time I, I just remind myself, right. dog. Monday through Friday, homie. From eight in the morning to five in the evening, dog. Eight to five. There's some niggas in the coat room around the country, my nigga. Fight for they motherfucking lives, dawg And crackers bamming niggas every day, my nigga My dog went to court the day they gave him 15 Cracker bam, my little nigga, he was 17 Young nigga, don't even know what all that time means Twist ass crackers to shout out my nigga Dream They hollering mandatory, they want him to do the whole thing Nigga showed up in court on my dog and did his thing Nigga did my nigga, now I got the his brain. Nigga would've did me, my dog would do the same His lady called me crying and now I feel a pain Tired of losing all my niggas to the chain game In 30 minutes a nigga whole life can change Cracker over sentence the niggas when this shit gon' change Put sad cracker, give a nigga on the yield Had your mama leaving out the cold room and tears Cracker don't know how to ask nigga breathe for real Take a nigga live from him, they don't know how it feel Cracker give a nigga on the yield Had your mama leaving out the cold room and tears Cracker don't love to have a nigga breathe for real Take a nigga live from him, they don't know how it feels Ain't talked to my dog yet, but I know he's sick Next 15 years of his life behind the fence And Cracker find a nigga guilty and hit him with the bitch They want my dog 27 on his first Who you said turn that shit up? White people Oh. I got a funny story about that song, man. Made me laugh. Shit. Ordered pizza one day. It was at Georgia Southern, man. And uh, Domino's. White okay. delivery guy pulled up. Okay. Had that shit bumping. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's trying to tell y'all niggas. <laughs> had that shit bumping. What'd you play for the Cucamonga Cracker Killers? Yeah. Huh? Uh-huh. Yo, shout out to, I remember, man, when Obama got elected and all of us went to the, um, all of us went to uh, Frat Row. 
In Statesboro. Mm-hmm. Think black. <laughs> I'm about to start a fucking race war. Oh, man. Didn't even know it. Cool thing about uh, this playlist, man. It's called uh, Slip and Slide Records. Did you know? Did you know? Fun fact. Talk to me. Plies and Rick Ross were signed up Slip and Slide. Who wasn't? <sighs> trying to think. What other, uh, what other rapper came out? Gumblay? Gunplay one day. Yeah, gunplay one son. Slip and slide. Nah, he ain't trying to slip or slide. Nah. <laughs> what about Kaya? Cannot. No. Kaya and Trina. That whole. What was it really beef between them? Nah, they just wanted to bump coochies. Ooh. We there for that? I'm there for it. Okay, cool. I'm in there. We <laughs> up through that. <laughs> cool. I'm not about to play with you, dog. All right, man. Turkey leg hook got a dress code. About damn time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. About damn time. Man. Some people ain't like it. Shit. Uh, only breasts I want to see are the ones on the plate. Hey, God damn. Hey, um, now. The only titties I want to see at Turkey Leg Hut. That's it? That's it, man. I'm there to eat, dog. I'm there to eat. What a Republican. No Republican. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Republican? That's what she like to I am there to eat, G. Nah, man. Um... I understand where they're coming from. They're trying to respect the establishment. Uh, well, protect the establishment. Uh, one of the, I think I read somewhere that they were like, uh, "We want you to feel at home, mm-hmm. but um, not dress like you home. Yeah, but don't come like you at the house, that right? Mean, yep. So, with that being said, man, um, I've had plenty of people come to my house and just kind of take advantage of things, right? Mm-hmm. I remember like the first little. Little kickback we threw, man. Around the time, I think I think it was a housewarming party. Oh, you know, and shit just got wild. My garage door was broken and shit. Like, I was like, oh, y'all motherfuckers a little bit too comfortable, right? <laughs> like for real, kicking niggas out like Martin. Yeah, come on, but it's all about the establishment, man. Um, you know, at this point, Turkey Leg Hut is a staple in that community and it's well known. So you have people traveling from all over. Sitting in line for hours and hours and, you know, not knowing what to expect. So if you see people, you know, half, half dressed, ass everywhere, titties everywhere, man, that's kind of leaving a bad, a bad taste, man. Um, so I, I looked it up. Okay. Uh, there are six main rules they had. Uh, all body parts must be completely covered. No mm-hmm. swimwear. No exposed undergarments. No house attire. No bonnets. No do rags. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> no excessively. Monique would be excited about that. Right. Uh, no excessively revealing clothing and no obscene language or baggy clothing. I don't see the issue. I don't either. I know. I saw something that said that black people. Uh, what did it say? Black people um, love rules until it's another black person enforcing it. And they're basically saying like I can you know, agree with that. They'll they'll go in these other places and adhere to whatever guidelines they have. But if my black ass tell your black ass you can't do something, it's a problem. Right. You know, and I, I don't see this dress code as being overly I mean, I, I think of um, you know what I mean, and I'll say it because fuck 'em. Um I always have a me moment. Um <laughs> <laughs> Remember Rudy's in Statesboro? Yeah. Remember those shit niggas used to have to go through to get in? 
Yeah, man. Collar shirts. I remember, man. Yeah. I remember, I remember one time I went there with uh, my nigga Eva. One of them killed somebody, right? Yeah, man. That's why he shut that shit down. Yeah. Yeah, they choked. Uh, the bouncer choked this kid out, man. Killed him. Um, but I remember I went there one day, man. Quick story. Uh, end of my freshman year, actually, during finals week, man, I was done. Said, I'm going to go out, man, party one more last time. And uh, had the whole shit on, you know, the, the jeans and polo. The, you know, yeah, polo, you know, all that shit. And, you know, we used to have our little routine before we went in. We tuck our shirt in and pull our pants up and, you know, whatever, whatever, get in. I did all that. And I, I get to the door, my man say, uh, uh, no fitting hats. Mm. Oh, okay. So I said, cool. I live around the corner. So walk back to the crib. It was at the crib five minutes, walk back, get to the door, got your ID on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get my ID. Oh, it's a it's college night. Okay. Yeah, that's why bitch, I'm here. Bitch, every night is college night. <laughs> you in the middle of campus. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to have a college ID to get in, though. The fuck? At that moment, I looked at myself, pants, you know, jacked up, belt tight, no, no strapped up tight, shirt looking, tucked in. Looking crazy. Looking stupid to get into these people's shit. To 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 spend money, mm-hmm. spend my money. You know, give y'all my money. To give y'all my money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And in that moment, I was like, "All right, this is just some bullshit." Clearly, y'all don't want me here. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna fuck with it. Now, I don't think that's the same approach with turkey leg hood. I think a turkey leg hood. They just want niggas to dress. We want y'all here, but just act right. Just dress like a fucking adult. Just act right. Just be an adult. Like, wash your ass out. Like, I understand it because, again, you there at your family who on vacations. And I feel like that's where it sparked. It kind of goes back to, I don't know if you saw people talk about, um, you know, people going, women going to uh, pools. At apartment complex and like thong bikinis and shit. Yeah. And it's like, yo, like it's kids out You got there. kids that live in apartment f- yeah. 5321. <laughs> your ass out. Like, if you want to do that, go on vacation. Yeah. Like, you trying to do all that shit out here for what? Bitch, you don't even live here. You don't even live here. <laughs> this is your homegirl apartment. Homegirl is on vacation. And because she's on vacation. She gave you the gate fob. God damn. You know what I'm saying? So, I. I don't know, man. I, I think that it goes back to what we talked about. Which I think called. I think we just try to treat everything that's popping in black culture as a scene, like I think I to think, show our ass. And I also, no pun intended, yeah, right? right. <laughs> and also, I think for some reason there's some sort of entitlement, like that, because this business is black owned. You know, we talked about my man in uh, was he in Atlanta, which or, one? Or Houston, a man with the um, the brunch spot. He remember he had shut the shit down and I think that was in uh I think that was Houston. Yeah, Houston. Because they were dancing on the tables and on shit. Table. Right. He was mad, people was in the world. Whoa, damn, I'm in a brunch spot. It's my fucking shit. Yeah. If you don't like it, you can get the fuck out. Yeah. You can go. We but want y'all here. Just yeah, tighten up. Bro. Yeah, please. And like, I think I think that stems from it's almost in the same boat as we expect a hookup everywhere we go, like that discount. That's a fact. When it comes to like black businesses and shit. It's a fact. And and it even goes back even further. I think about it's when we were in school, right? Think about how you felt the first time you walked in and saw a black teacher. I was like, oh boy, I ain't doing shit. Right. You know what I mean? (laughs) And it was always like that. And I don't know where it stems from. Maybe it's a lack of not seeing it. I think they, uh, the way, the way we are wired, we expect them to understand. Like when when we were in school, like we dealt with white teachers yep. throughout the entire day. Right. Day. 
then we finally feel like, oh, I got a break. Boy, I got such and such class next uh period. Yep. I know this shit about to be sweet. But we still have to show them their respect as a teacher, as an educator. You, you get to. what I'm saying? You got to. Because they have a job to do as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I just think that, you know, it, again, it goes back to the sense of entitlement, you know, that it seems to arise sometimes. Um, who I, I couldn't oh. catch who it was. Um, that seems to arise sometimes. But, you know, I... I don't know, man. I, I think we're making a mountain out of a molehill with this one. Mm-hmm. It's bigger fish to fry. You know, at the end of the day, if you don't like turkey leg huts, and that's my thing, people act like they have to fucking go there. If you don't like the fact that they don't want you wearing X, Y, and Z in this establishment, don't go. Oh, we got to go. We have to go. I mean, it's to the point now. It's like, oh, I have to go to Turkey Leg Hut if I'm yeah. in Houston so I can take pictures and say that I was there. Right. That's that's really where the dress code plays and you know plays a part in because they want to look a certain way when they're there so they can take the pics and post the shit and you know with the oh. post comes the likes and all of that shit all everything right. is tied in together all that shit but so. that shit ain't flying no more no. so now that the rules are being enforced you think they're gonna follow it no they still gonna try they gonna see how far they can go yeah I always do that now nah, that's something we do yeah we gonna push and push and push until they tell us stop. Now here's another thing. You see how a lot of these uh, restaurants enforce these rules. Oh, no tennis shoes. Well, oh, you let such and such in. Yeah. Why well, I can't come in with? It. Yeah. You think it's going to be somewhat of the same issue with Turkey Leg Hut? Maybe some people get to slide with the rules and others can't. Yeah, absolutely. I think and um and to get not to get all Turkey Leg Hut, but uh, something came out about a bar in Charleston. Uh, meant and they, uh, I guess the ex, an ex bartender exposed a um a, a text message thread between them and the owner, mm-hmm. and the owner kind of was saying that you know with all the violence that was going on, this is a great time to implement a new dress code, and essentially use the dress code to kind of weed. And he said he was kind of trying to weed out a certain crowd, and he I think he was saying that he watched the surveillance tape and. The crowd in that in the, the, that particular night was seventy five percent black, mm-hmm. and Charleston is twenty six percent black. Whoa! And he felt like the crowd in his bar should represent the population in Charleston. The demo, basically, at least sixty forty mm-hmm. is what he said, mm. and he felt like changing the dress code would do so. <laughs> you know, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas gonna put a collar shirt on and still beat your ass. And that's shit, a fact. Man. And you know, and, and and you know, I've 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 been a part of a ENT, ENT group. I you know, we done parties, and I understand music using music to control the crowd. There's a mm-hmm. way of doing it. You know that we can use this music to really can keep a crowd tame. You know, what I mean, keep everything chill. Yeah, ain't too many niggas gonna fight when Pony come on. True you know enough. What I mean, it's a lot. I mean, I. I to the, I, honestly, Unless I remember, a nigga see his bitch dance with somebody else, yeah. then we got a problem. That's a fact. <laughs> but you know, um, I uh, I just remember um, a time in my life where knuck if you buck, um, head busses, head busses, throw it up, throw it. Oh my god, I don't remember. Seen so many go to sleep to that shit. Bro. Throw it up was a guaranteed fight. You know, so and, many niggas go and to, to sleep. say, and I say that to say that. Um, 
I say that to say this. Um, yes, music, but what I wear does not control. I whip the ass in a full suit. All they'll take that jacket off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it doesn't really fucking matter. I told a nigga in a strip club, I'm like, boy, don't let this tie get you fucked up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so the nigga that you feel me? Like, <laughs> niggas don't, if it's going to be a fight, it's going to be a fight no matter what we got on. Right. Now, I do feel like a dress code can turn away certain people that night. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No jerseys. Oh, fuck. I put on a fly ass jersey. Can't get in. I remember my birthday a few years back. You were, you were out with me that night. We went in a treehouse. And I remember the guy at the door saying... Um, he had the Lakers. You had the Magic Johnson. Yeah, the yeah. Magic jersey on. And he was like, uh, oh, no jerseys. Me and Meech, well, Meech had a Braves one on. Mm-hmm. He said, no jerseys. And I was like, well, shit, why not? I don't see on your dress code. He said, man, y'all give me an extra five a piece, I'll let y'all in. Oh, no, we're not playing that game. So is it no jerseys or is it jerseys plus $5? Right. Like, which one is it? You know what I mean? So I, I've seen, I said, I've seen, you, you, I've seen dress codes. I mean, it's kind of like in schools, right? Kind of, you say you dress code. No. Mm-hmm. No. Niggas still getting their ass whooped. Right. Nigga, all the bullshit still happens. You know what I mean? So. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. That's a fact. Right. But I also say this. As a business, you have a right. To enforce whatever rule you want so to So y'all put that shit on where they say, don't go, go, so stay your little ass home. How'd that? Right. It's a fucking pandemic anyway. Go to Papa those. Yeah. yeah. Shit. <laughs> go to Popeyes. Popeyes. Motherfucker. Yeah. You want a real turkey leg, go to churches. It's a fact. I go to my grandma's house. <laughs> Still turkey legs. And that grandma's been going two years. You find turkey leg in the refrigerator at home. <laughs> uh, so speaking of, so we won't talk about races. Let's get to a real one. Um, you get to your homeboy. Got a lot of homeboys, man. Yeah. I don't think if we talking about races, nah, I don't got no racist homeboys. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, show you. Oh man, what's the name of this motherfucker? I don't even know this nigga name. Racist motherfucker. That's you put his it name. on the list. <laughs> this is your topic. Okay, all right. Let's uh head down to South Jersey. Then uh, we had an incident with uh Edward. Scissorhands. Cagney Matthews. Oh, Jesus. He got out of pocket. What'd he do? Walked up to his neighbor's residence. What'd he it looked say? like a little apartment complex, but he was just in his face, man, going back and forth. I still, to this day, don't know what the issue was about, but it seems like uh, the black person that, you know, that he was checking, it seemed like the black guy was protecting someone that was in the house. Yeah. Right. And so the white guy was just challenging him and you can't tell me to leave. This is public property, you fucking nigger and uh, some just some some foul language on his part. And someone was recording, of course, and he was bold enough to say, hey, man, if you got a problem with it, come see me. I live at such and such, blah, 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 this and that. (laughs) Us being us, we showed up. (laughs) We fucking showed up, man. Yeah. it was it was great to see that because you had black people that showed up, you had white people in the crowd supporting it as well, man. But it's just situations like this where we have to check these motherfuckers, man, to get results. And the same shit that we were doing when we showed up was the same shit that he was doing when he was antagonizing the guy in the first place. Um, I'm encouraged by the fact that we're getting out of the trend of white people being allowed to weaponize the police against us. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, where they can kind of, you know, do what they want to, call the police, 
please jump to their side. You know, they, I think, and I think that was part of the reason for the movements that happened last summer mm-hmm. was, yo, fuck that. Like, y'all need to, you know what I mean? Like, something needs to happen. Something needs to change because, you know, we're getting caught in situations where we're innocent and we're being treated as guilty as soon as you show up on as the scene. As soon as you show up. And no you, questions Yeah, asked. no questions And a lot of times, the other motherfucker was who was wrong. You know, and I, there was a uh, um, a trend on TikTok, I don't know if you saw it, where there would be white girls, right? And what they would do was they'd just start crying. And then they just stop and smirk into the camera. And it cut off. And it was basically a trend of who can be the most dramatic, uh, dramatic and the most convincing mm-hmm. in this, and who can make you believe these white tears. Hmm. You know, and... I don't honor, and I want to say I don't think every last one of them meant it that way, but for us, especially as black men, there's a undertone in that oh, that yeah. we all caught when we saw like, oh yeah, wow, almost like um, and and I don't remember if this was actually in the movie or a deleted scene, but um, on Get Out. Remember in the end when the police showed up? And she was practicing. Yeah, she starts crying, yeah. right? And it's like, Yo, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then the police come for him. Yeah. And you know, I think it was the leader scene. Because the leader scene, at the end of Get Out, he gets away, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets away because oh. uh, Laurel showed up at the end. That's okay. So on the deleted scene, he goes to jail. He goes to jail. And it starts because that. She starts crying. crying. The police believes, believes her. He gets locked up. He says, you could fight this. He like, yo, ain't no point. It's a whole thing, right? I think yeah. during that movie, though, she was practicing crying or something. If not that movie, it was another movie. It was a white woman, like, getting her shit to get. Oh, I'm thinking about Adam's family. Okay, okay. And she was practicing yeah. in the car and yeah. all of that shit. I got, okay, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, to me, that was a, you know... And to me, that you know, so I, it carried a certain undertone when you see that. Uh, uh, to kill a mockingbird, uh, mm, Emmett Till, Till. Uh, kind of undertone when you see that. So I got a them losing that 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 ability at least to again again weaponize the people who were supposed to protect us. It's is that that in itself is nasty. I got a I got a story. Um, Christmas Eve, twenty nineteen. I got no. Real bad wreck, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody slammed into the back of my car. Had a uh, Mike, Mike in the car with me, and um, so bad it pushed, it almost pushed me in a ditch, right? Mm-hmm. And I had to kind of maneuver around that shit. But the car that hit me veered off into the woods, right? Right. So automatically, when the cops showed up. He analyzed the situation. They see me. You okay? Yeah, you know, man. They ran into the back of me. Um, we walk over there. It's a white woman in the car. And she's just like crying, like, oh, just freaking out and shit. So you would think that I ran into her, right? Right. So, of course, the attention goes to her. The cops, ma'am, ma'am, are you okay? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, I got people in the car that's, that need some attention. Like I'm like, yo, you know. We're the ones that's hurt over here. Like, okay, sir, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna we'll get over there in a second. And I'm looking at her and she's put I'm like, oh, I see what the fuck this is. I was like, you know what? Y'all go ahead, man, because I don't have time for these white tears right now. Right. And I said it just like that. Like, all right, well, y'all do what y'all gotta do. Whenever y'all ready, we'll be over here. 
because I'm pretty sure they you know they need some assistance as well. Yeah, yeah, man. So yeah. And, and and you know to and I actually have a similar story to that man. I remember in Statesboro, uh, 2011, 2011. Um, I'm at the corner of Lanier and uh, that 301 Veterans Memorial 301 bypass. Mm-hmm. Um, Lanier, yep, yep. And uh, so I'm coming down in the actually I'm going around, I'm sorry, going out 301, going toward the rack. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we meeting uh meeting scrap to work out or whatever and um it's a yield on green uh white girl turns out right in front of me right in front of me slam right into bow tears up her car it tears up my car um tear the I, club up tear the whole club up right. um i got a cut on my head i'm bleeding i mean blood all over my face and my eyes and shit all over my shirt everything right and you know i kind of sat in the car for a minute Get my bearings about myself, you know. Pretty strong guy, man. Took it, you know. I get out the car, you know what I'm saying, and I just kind of get out. And ambulance shows up, police show up. And firstly, two things happen. One, the girl she's screaming, she's hollering, whatever. And then the police are over there, kind of tending to her. Mm-hmm. Ambulance shows up, they're kind of tending. And meanwhile, I'm sitting on the like leaking. At, I'm sitting. Here, I mean, leaking blood, blood pouring. I mean, and one thing, if you don't know about head injuries, if you get cut on your head, you're gonna leak. Yeah, the most blood in your body. That's where it's at. It, you're gonna pour. Mm-hmm. Cut, cut, cut anything open on your head. Don't do this on purpose. We're not saying that. But if you ever cut disclaimer. your disclaimer, yeah, disclaimer. If you do get a cut on your head, you're going to bleed. Um, so. And this is actually my second time getting a cut on my head. So this is how I know this. Um, <laughs> bust my head open in middle school. Another story, another day. Um, my parents should have sued. I'd have been rich. Um, anyway, uh, so they, they're checking on her, whatever, whatever. And two things happen. One, I'm basically ignored by the, the paramedics the mm. entire time. The only time the co- a cop walked over to me and said, damn, man, you didn't put the car in park. Nigga, what? Bitch, the car ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Nigga That's what? one. Um, so actually had to get my homeboy. Matter of fact, Justin, the one who, who stopped in a few times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Took me to the hospital. I like, hey, bro, just take me to the hospital, dog. Fuck the ammo. Take me to the hospital. Because I ain't going to know if fuck around these motherfuckers. And then second thing was, um, luckily for me, there's a black cop at the intersection. Mm-hmm. And he saw everything. Because some other white guy stopped out the car. It was telling the other cops who showed up. Yeah, man, that guy had to be going at least 80 miles an hour, man. He, mm. ran, he ran the red light and hit her and blah, blah, blah. Sounds like you were in Statesboro, my friend. I was. <laughs> yeah, I was, my friend. That was a familiar place for me. Yeah. So I say it's the same, man. It happens more often than not. Um, you know, a lot of people don't believe in racism and don't even believe it still exists. I think those people um, just have a certain ignorance, too, because... I mean, I think a lot of us haven't seen it in person. No, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and so I don't, I don't really blame them a lot of times because they just haven't really seen it. And it's, it's, it's so foreign to them. They grew up in an area, in a community where they just lived. They're uh, oblivious to yeah, it almost. Really, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So you don't know what it looks like when you see it. And then you hear it and say, you know, no, that's not it. They can't. That's not racism. Is it? He didn't mean it that way. There's no, no way. Nah, yeah. nigga. Yeah. He did. He yeah. did. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, uh, let's get some more music, man. Let's play some songs. Yeah, man. Let's let's get... You know what? This would have been a, a perfect segue to play that Plaid song, but <laughs> it's all good. That's all good. We're it's good. all good. 
We get bad Susan on. It's on me. It's on me. Oh, you got gotcha, you, huh? Um, that's um. Shit, what? Side note, a couple episodes ago, me and you was having like a little argument about whose turn it was, and it was your turn. You told me it wasn't, and it was. And you said, I'm going to play this back, and you you know, long story that's long, I was right. Who was right? I was. Were you? Yeah. You ain't getting $5. God damn, nigga. That's the second time. I played a drop. That's the second time. You played a drop. Which one? Ooh, look at you on to. I bet it was that one. That was it, actually. That was it. Put this fucking cup bottle down. Oh man, my first beer. Yeah. Shit, where am I going to? Man, I'm gonna get into some uh, current Florida shit. Man. Yeah. Let's go with. Uh, let's go with Kodak, man. Yak. Yak. Calling my spirit. I put my heart on my lips. I gave it all I could give. I made it hot at the crib. I can't fight the crib. Where you gonna go when you do? I'ma know for real. Pour a four in the field. You already know what it is. I keep a pole in the wheel. Cut a lot of these niggas out here in me. It ain't no horn and clear. None of my dogs, I fuck with Tennessee. I don't need so no sympathy. Sipping on Hennessy got me being a sideways. Everything on me dripping, you niggas can't ride away. Nigga run around with the juice, then come spit in your drink. I done earned my strength, now I'm tryna go get me some real rain through my third eye, cause I got ton of vision. Had to open my mind, then I opened the bins. Like you gotta sell your soul for the only pay attention. Fuck all that plan, now I'm grown, I put my heart in it. I had to get down with that crone and show them niggas I'm serious. And it's like every song I'm on, I be calling my spirits. I put my hero on rocks, I put my scotto on rocks. One from one say up. Oh. Shoot at a OB, shoot at a cop, shoot at the police, shoot at your top. I made a million of socks. Free all my niggas who stuck in the box. Locked up and watching the clock. Locked up, they fighting with locks. Locked up, they swinging they knife. I can't be living this life. No more Bacardi, alright. I don't want Cardi, so I'ma pull Henny on ice. Alright, that was a uh, young yak. Calling my spirit. Um, I'ma go to uh has the, the, the most heartbreak in the game right now, but also Florida artist, man. So without further ado, I'm going to tap into Rod Wave, man. We're going to do Street Runner. Signals make signals, they killing me. I don't know what you are, but I know what I Step. Gotta watch my back and keep my scrap, but nonetheless, I think 
about you when I'm gone yeah. Wishing I can hold Probably home Wishing someone come and love you how they post to I hope you see this letter for it's too late yeah. I hope chasing my dreams don't get in the way I blame my struggles and my uncles for my hustling ways I'm waiting in Michigan right now looking at real estate Lord knows I wanna lay it down but I'm chasing cake Can't go back broke, stay on the go, that's all that's on she my brain tell me fuck you, I hate you, then I love you, can't blame you Say I love you, but don't trust you, can't change you I just hope we don't end how they do Crash and burn on the shade room I don't know who hurt that young man Man, I had a conversation with uh, Quentin and Peter Day, man and Quentin loved Rod Wade, bro I was like, man, that nigga made me want to write a will uh, You made me want to write Cry Real Tears <laughs> He made me, you know, it's certain artists, man I remember, um People always say Drake write songs that make you miss the ex you never had. Right. And that's how that name made me feel. It made me cry. It made me sad. <laughs> Don't play Rod Wave with, you know, on a rainy day. On a rainy day? Yeah, rainy day with Rod Wave. Too emotional. Nah, man. Hey, man, we survived a storm, side note. Yeah, we did. We did. That sounds some bullshit. Man, I got a, um, I got a co-worker. A I got a co-worker that's from uh, New York. He was like, man, I might have to just like, I think he's only been down here like three years. So he was like, man, I might take a day off tomorrow and call in. I'm like, for what? He was like, we got this tropical storm coming. I was like, nigga, ain't nothing but hard rain. <laughs> he was like, but man, I'm I'm thinking it's going to be serious. I'm like, you want to know how you sound right now? He was like, wow. I said, imagine if I lived in Queens, right? And I called in to work because y'all had an inch of snow. He was like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah, I was like, you understand where we're coming from now. Yeah, right? yeah, just relax. It's going to be a little bit yeah, of rain. It's going to be all right, nigga. Hopefully you got a roof over your head. You'll be fine. Yeah. That's all you need, man. Chill out. Um, so a topic that we um uh, needed to get to, man, the president of Haiti. Oh, man. Has been assassinated. Um, Sadly, man. Pray for Haiti. Pray for a, Haiti, man. Pray for Haiti, man. So... It's been a topic for a while, just kind of what's been going on down there. So him being assassinated assassinated is kind of the culmination of everything that's been going on down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that, where's your head? Um, Me personally, man, and I don't want to get too deep as far as like their conflict that they have going on in Haiti because we are in the U.S. and I'm a firm believer of mind your goddamn business. Yep. So, uh you know, like you said, it's fucked up down there. It's been a lot of turf wars going on and, you know, a lot of hands that are involved in it are, you know, top leaders over in Haiti. Poorest country in the world as well. Right, 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 right. But my standpoint on all of this, why I kind of relate to it is just protecting your home at all costs and being aware of who you let in your home because, my point of view on how all of this may have happened, how they were granted access to get that close to him, in my opinion, it was an inside job. It was someone that he let get in too close that was familiar with the way the house was set up, the way, you know, to get in this door, you got to do this, to, you know, open this gate, you got to, you know, so on and so forth. Um, that's one way that I kind of, that I kind of look at it, man. Just be careful who you let around you, who you, um, invite into your home. 
Um, and just make sure that your home is always protected because you never know who out there to get you, man. You never know. And I kind of take it back. I, I had this thought, man. I was thinking back, like, when I threw that uh that birthday party at my house. Right. And, you know, people pulled up. You were there and everything. And I had uh, a couple partners, man, a couple of um people that used to live in that neighborhood. They moved, but they still pulled up. One of the guys, he actually brought, like, a friend of his with him to the party. He asked me, he was like, you know, man, is it cool? And I was like, yeah, man, you know, as long as he got good energy, it's fine with me. I don't mind. So he brought the young guy over there. And next thing you know, I I look up, and he's, like, standing over by the stairs and shit. And remember, I tapped you at that point. I was like, hey, bro, like, kind of keep your eye on him for a second. Because at this point, I'm looking for the person that he came with. To kind of say, yo, you got to monitor your motherfucking people, dog, because he moving kind of shifty. He's kind of making me uncomfortable. So I go outside looking for him. Come to find out, this nigga dipped and left nigga at spot and left this nigga at my spot unattended. Right? I'm trying to enjoy myself. Clearly, you know, I'm under under the influence. So shit that's going on, I'm not really, yeah, right, you know, comprehensive to it and everything. Um. So I kind of said, hey, man, just stand by the steps for a second. I didn't inform you on what was going on at the point because I didn't want to set any alarms off right. until I figured out what was going on. Right. So I made the phone call. I was like, yo, bro, you got to pull back up. So he pulled up and I kind of had that conversation with him. And after that, it was cool. You know, I ended up talking to Buddy and things like that. And, you know, I kind of was like, hey, man, you know, don't, don't be on no extra shit, which he wasn't. He was just uncomfortable. So I get it. But at the same time, you know, your senses always have to be up and you have to be aware that, you know, there may there may be a threat and you might not even know it because he could have easily spotted the house. Like, All right. You know, I like this. I like this. I'm going to pull back up later on. Um, <laughs> so I think I think that's the lesson you learn. Uh, I think the lesson you learn early. You know, again, you don't just let folks in your crib. You know, what I mean, you don't let any people. That's your space. That's your sanctuary. You know what I mean? And, and for just a peace standpoint, for a safety standpoint, it's important. Mm. Um, you know, I don't let people into my living area no matter where I'm at. I don't just bring anybody home to my parents. Right. My, you know, and I say all the time, like, you met, you met my moms, I fuck with you. Because I'm very overprotective of my family and my friends. is for that very reason. Because you never really know what's going on. You don't know what somebody is capable of. And even if it's a person who, you know, maybe they um, aren't that type of person today, they get into a tight spot tomorrow and shit, yo, I remember last I was over at that nigga's spot, that nigga got it. Mm-hmm. I can go get that. You know what I'm saying? And and, and they start moving and putting a plan into motion, man. So it's very important for me to, again, protect home. Yeah. You know, there's, <laughs> I haven't done this in a while, um, but a lyric. Right. Okay. Jay Z got a lyric, and Jay Z says, um, "Caesar didn't see it, so he ceased to exist." So the nigga that killed him had keys to his shit, mm-hmm. right? And they he basically talking about how Julius Caesar was killed, you know, stabbed in the back by by a friend. And is it Brutus? Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, that's the same concept. You never fucking know. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't see it. You didn't see it coming. You know what I mean? And you got killed by someone close to you. And someone who, again, had keys to your shit, someone who can get in, yeah. you know, but it also goes back to what I spoke about um, a few episodes ago, too, 
um, responsible to protecting yourself. And I talked about kind of, you know, if you don't have a firearm, go out and get one. Just protect your house. You know, not saying you need, you got to wave it around and be fucking Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah. But, you know, you do need to protect yourself and your family. You know what I mean? That's what that takes. And don't leave it up to someone else to protect your home. Absolutely. Because I don't care what rank you hold. They're not going to be as passionate about that home as you are. Exactly. You know, so you look at a guy like, you know, rest in peace to the great Sean Taylor. You know, mm-hmm. Sean Taylor was killed, and they, you know, he all he had in his house was a machete. Machete. So I can get to is a machete, and these niggas are in there with, you know, with scraps. You know what I mean? And, and they come in, they lay this shit down. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I remember one of my uncles told me a long time ago, man, somebody breaks in your house with you in there, they not just coming in there to take some shit. Yeah. They take material shit. They coming to take you too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's important to, again, protect yourself. This isn't us. Preaching or condoning violence. This is pre us preaching the the preserve preservation of life. Mm. Protect again. It, it's gonna take the police a little minute to get there. Just be. Just have the mindset that if someone comes in your house, they ain't leaving. That's a fact. They ain't leaving. They ain't you leaving. just have to have that mindset already established, man. Because it's either you or them. That's a fact. I saw a crazy... And they got plans on it not being them. I, I've seen crazy, like, uh, cameras, like, in the home, like in home home cameras, like, mm-hmm. surveillance cameras. And I've actually seen, like, a break-in to someone very close to me. Yeah. Um, And they were, like, I want to say 10 minutes away from being at their home mm-hmm. when the break-in happened. But something detoured them. They had, you had, I think they had to stop for some shit. Right. But the the video that they showed me, three niggas broke into the house. And they came in with every attempt, like, shit, it's all or nothing. Right. They kicked the door down, and automatically you saw the guns in their hand and shit. And I'm like, bro, like, that's some scary shit. Yeah. Um, so I broke in my mom's house, my parents' house, uh, a few mm. years ago. And I remember, man, I was actually doing, the, um, I was doing, like, a, a little youth forum at a school. And uh, I was over, actually a little at Beach. And uh, it's probably about 11 o'clock at the time. Mom's working from home. And um, the person who did it, actually, we pretty much know who it is. Why not get her that? Mm-hmm. Um, person who did it had to know the house. Mm. They had to know because of how the house was laid out at that point. You had to know the house. You had to also know. And because my mom worked from home. And know the area, car, too, right? You had to know the area. But because mm. she worked from home, you had to know the cars, and know if this car is here, this means this. That if this car is home. gone, then that means that, right? So, you know, uh, she actually was coming. She she just stepped out for a little minute, goes to the grocery store, came back. Um, and she came through the front door and said she heard something in the back. Immediately said a little red flag. Also, she came back outside, called the police, and then she called me. So I pull up or whatever, and I, you know I me, mean? I get out, got my strap on me. So you know, I go walk around the house. I don't see anything. In the back, I don't see anybody in the back, but I see the back door, and clearly somebody had kind of bust the back door in a little. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, cool. Well, what ended up happening was um, when she came in, the person heard her come in through the front door, didn't know who it was because they just heard somebody come in. It could be anybody. They don't been, see the car. It could be right. me. It could be my pops. Could be my. And you don't know who this is coming in, mm-hmm. and you just saw that car leave. So it's like, oh fuck. Let me get out. 
And, you know, luckily that they did that because, it, again, it could have been 10 minutes later. She comes through the door. They in there and she in there. And now what? You know what I'm saying? So that's why, you know, it's just, it's important. Them cameras are important, man. I think it's dope that a lot of neighborhoods are ring neighborhoods now. Right. Where the whole damn neighborhood got a ring alarm on the door. You and can, you can easily be pinged. That's it. You know that what I mean? quick. Yeah, you know what I mean? And I think... I love seeing those those safety features. It's easy to catch things now. Yeah, you know, Q was uh, saying, you know, where he's at in 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 um, Washington, um, the whole neighborhood's that. So mm-hmm. any day, you walking down that street, every camera is picking your ass up as you walk. Yeah, and I and I advise people don't only have it for like the front of your house and inside of the house. Get one for the backyard area too. Get one for the backyard. Put it all around the corner. All around. Texas. Spotlights, all of that shit. Those high beam lights and everything, motion sensors, all of it. Yeah. Protect yourself, protect your home, man. Long yeah. story short, do that. Because, again, it's so easy to get caught slipping. And you just don't want to live with that regret. Yeah. You, you get know? comfortable. I mean, yeah. you're supposed to be comfortable. You're home. Yeah. But you ain't that turkey leg hut, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. But and I actually had a long talk with a guy at my job, man. He was talking about getting a gun. He was asking, you know, I had a few, and he was asking me where I got my last one from. And I was telling him, you know, I was telling him, say, yo, man, get get something, bro. Like whatever you do, like this is what I would get based off what you told me. But whatever you end up with, get something because you know you just don't want that to be the story. You know, mm-hmm. I you know I, I I left this earth because I wasn't ready, you know, for or a loved one left this yeah, earth, or a loved one because you know I couldn't protect this person who trusted me to protect her or him, you know, whoever, you know, didn't I couldn't protect them because of this. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to buy this, you know, it was too expensive, it, you know, you no, know, like it, it's ways. Shit, JoJo almost got her head knocked off the other night, bust in the fucking room. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, man. So, yeah, man. Just so, be on guard. Yeah, man. But, and, yeah, prayers up to uh, Haiti, though. Yeah, man. Pray for Haiti for sure. Um, so, um, a few more songs, and guess we get out of the way. A few more. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it, man. So uh, I'm going to go with one of my favorite artists from Florida. We talked about him before. Kind of, you know, I, I think I made note that his bars tend to be lacking, but the passion is always there, so I fuck with him. Mm. Um, but I'm going to get into uh, uh, Rick Ross featuring Gunplay, um, Nobody's Favorite. Big blunt still burning in the black Big Benz Bad bitch sucking dick by the dent My rim duffel bag full of hundreds that us spend my teens Galito you pussy niggas all I do is win Rolex full of boogaloos my dogs in the pen I'm fucking with a bitch then she gotta be a 10 Diamonds on the neck, diamonds on the wrist I put diamonds in the mouth cause it's diamonds on my dick I got diamonds on my hands, diamonds on my chest G5 nigga 20,000 I done made a mess All the feds taking pictures so I pose for the hoes Got the phantom in the front, shooters at the back door All the strippers know the tippers, very big difference Got a gold chain swinging in my name, make figures Time to let your soul glow with a hundred bullets 
hoes, now you screaming to the Lord Why them boys can do you wrong Before I paint the picture Here come the Grim Reaper In the pair of black dickies Life is such a dirty game As you walking through the flame Stacking all the bodies as they calling out your name See me at the new arena Best seats at the game Hate to steal subpoenas But my snipers gotta aim Sell a lot of records Not the money that I made Of the bitches that we fuck Cause we share a lot of names All the jewelers give me watches Cause they wanna take a picture I be moving all the product My new house is on the river my new house is on the river, so I had to buy a boat, better yet it's called a yacht I was then labeled a boss for the yayo that I caught Yeah man, so that was nobody's favorite off of Port of Miami 2 Yes sir we Didn't get in the gunplays verse, but Believe he went in there and went crazy. All is no gunplay. All is no gunplay. Uh, all is no gunplay. I like what I liked about that uh, that song, that particular track, man, is yo, Ross just goes. Mm -hmm. Like, ain't no chorus, ain't nothing. He just flowing. You know, I know it shit probably took him 24 takes because you can't convince me that Ross got that kind of breath control. But Maybe uh, now, man. Ross, Ross in shape now. This Port of Miami, too. And he, in shape, Ross. He's in shape for he's, Ross, but he's not. <laughs> yeah, he's not in shape. He's in rapper shape. How about that? Sure, but I ain't saying shit. You see, I didn't really look at the BET Awards. The one that just passed. Yeah, niggas could, niggas could barely fucking perform. Oh, you talking about these? Uh, yeah, these niggas can't fucking rap. They can't sing shit. Man, these, I think that's what was dope about rappers. These. Those are IG models up there. Man, but they ain't nah, want no slick. fucking rappers, dog. Slick. Them boys always talking about how sassy that nigga um, Moneybag is. Yeah. Um, but nah, that nigga, I think that's what was dope about that uh, Soldier Boy and um, Soldier Boy and Bow Wow versus. Bow Wow is, performed, dog. Yeah, and Bow Wow is he he's one Stage of the, he's from that 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 elk, right? Right. You had to rock the crowd. Mm -hmm. You had to really get into that shit. You couldn't just get up there. And point at the crowd or, or whatever. Like let them get, let them rap it for you. Yeah, you had to really get into your bag. You had to get the crowd cranking. You know what I mean? So worst worst BET performer uh, this year. The worst. The worst BET performance this year. I didn't see enough to give you that. The baby. The baby. Shit was fucking trash, man. He looked nervous. He didn't know the song. I mean that's. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, shit. That's the song with Kirk, right? Huh? That's the song he did with Kirk, right? No, not Lil Baby, The Baby. Oh, The Baby. Lil Baby looked like you want to know what Lil Baby looked like with Kirk Franklin? Look like he give, he, 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 he would give his East speech. Like the little kid that didn't want to lead that song in church. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Yeah, The Baby, not Lil Baby. All the these baby. fucking babies, like fucking Rugrats, right? right shit, man. Sick of this. What you got, what you got, what you got? Give me something to vibe to, man. something to rock out I with. I mean, since we on Ross, man, I'm going to stay the course. Play something for the bitches. Yeah, I'm going to stay the course. I ain't going to be for the bitches, man. I mean, I guess Ross is for the bitches. They, they like that nigga. It is what it is. But uh, this is my favorite Ross song. Bless you. Thank you. Bless you. I, hey, I got you covered, bro. My guy. But no, nah, this is my favorite Ross song, man. Family Ties, man. Yep. Some things you have to see for yourself. Francis Ford. 
fucking with them hoes you niggas still can't afford Made so many mistakes, I know that my niggas relate Just to rattle my case, so much shit they sat on my plate She know me through records, but she don't know me too well All this game is for sale, was priceless, I keep for myself Shots fired, man expired, and it's Jordan 3's Small talk, turn that page, that's all they ever read You graduated, you still unemployed Taken for granted, love is null and void No longer one of few, young Langston Hughes Jewish intuition, I'm following cues Niggas on Versace, don't know Nicki Giovanni Your paper chasing, can't see that it's running from you My homies from the block, they labeled me cunning No excuse for my success, so they say I'm a sonic I keep it 100, fuck her, I keep the car running How she fuck on the back, that's to keep food on the stomach uh, Look at me, look at me Really shit you niggas ever see Look at me, look at me Look at me, look at me Playing for keeps and that's just to say at the least Had a few seizures, niggas refused to get me some sleep Electric slide, that's to see the sparks Now I think about my moms when I jot these songs I think of certain niggas when I mention guns Heavy artillery, death of enemies, number one Francis Ford, flows you niggas can't ignore Shopping with them hoes you niggas can't afford Shopping with them hoes you niggas can't afford. Girls want to have fun and a nigga with some change. <laughs> and I doubt that ever change. All right, man. So that was it. Episode 21 of the Untitled Podcast. The grown man episode. Grown man episode, man. Grown man. I'm grown. I'm a man. <laughs> you remember that little nigga? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the daddy. Mm-hmm. I'm growing. I'm the daddy. Put them little toddler drawers up. Nigga. Yeah, fuck around with you, saggy ass pamper boy. <laughs> fuck around with you, just a little stupid ass down. Yeah, man, episode 21, man, the Untitled Podcast, man. We appreciate y'all fucking with us, man. Um, you know, it's been a minute. You think about a weekly podcast at 21 episodes, that's four months worth of content. Shit. Yeah, man, and long way to go, man, but. Enjoy every step of it, man. So, if again, man, if you fuck with us, fuck with us. If you do not, don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody like it. Pussy ho. Yep, the numbers one. The numbers one, they show it. I said I was talking about numbers, and here I go again. Damn, that fast. Damn. I ain't say nothing. I was just, you know what I'm saying? That fast. That fast. So, man, once again, man, um, it seems to be. Something that keeps my boy going, man. He really enjoys when y'all do it. So, again, man, if y'all appreciate what we do, love what we do, shoot my boy some titties um, or cash out from a dollar, whichever y'all want to do. Uh, <laughs> I prefer y'all send him some titties. I prefer the cash out, yeah, man. Send him a dollar. But yeah. if your titties worth more than a dollar, then come on. Not, <laughs> come on. Come on. Know your worth, ladies. Mm. Know your worth. So, that being said, man, um, we're going to wrap it up. We're going to take it to the bank. Say something to the people, man. Yeah, yeah. That's what you got. That's it. All right, man. Well, fuck it. <laughs> we gonna yeah, keep it. Yeah. We gonna end it like that, man. So once again, man, it's appreciate y'all. Fuck with us. Um, you know what I mean. We gonna be back again as usual. Uh, same untitled channel. Same untitled day, man. See y'all next week. All right. All right.
but you don't understand what real is. <laughs> Flavor. 